That's win. That means you stay focused for four quarters. Know your assignments and finish on every play. Don't be looking for shortcuts and don't even think about making excuses. Because if you want the W, you're going to have to earn it. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Football. This game is being brought to you by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. The Mount St. Joseph University. JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. FNN Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. Jake Sweeney Auto at jakesweeney.com. And La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111 to order now. Mount St. Joseph University football is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the field for this Lions game. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Schuler Field on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University, right off of Delhi Avenue in Cincinnati. I'm Dave Mitchell, and we've got college football action for you today as the Mount St. Joseph Lions will wrap up their regular season and entertain the Anderson Ravens. Boy, it's been a good one for the Lions this year. They come into this afternoon's ballgame with a record of 7-2 and two overall. They are 6-1. and one in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, the Ravens, they're looking for a victory to up their mark to 3 and 6 overall, and they are coming in at 2 and 6. They are 2 and 4 in Heartland Conference play. The reason this is the final game of the regular season for the Lions is quite simple. Next week is their bye week, which is a rather strange week to have a bye week, but nonetheless, that is when the Lions schedule has put that in play for the last 2 years. So, they will be watching the fate of their season next week from the sidelines. The Lions are coming in off a close win over Hanover last week, 19-15, while Anderson fell to Bluffton, 13 to nothing. Want to let you know a final score from earlier today over in Hanover, where the Mount St. Joseph women's soccer team was going for the Heartland Conference Championship against Hanover, and they won it this afternoon by shutting out the Panthers, 3 to nothing in that game, so that means the Lions are off to the NCAA playoffs. When and where, we don't know yet, but as soon as we do, we will let you know. Just keep an eye out on the Mount St. Joseph website for information coming up on that. So they win it 3 to nothing here this afternoon. Currently, the Mount St. Joseph Lions football team is in a second-place tie with Hanover. They're one game behind Franklin. Today, Franklin is playing Bluffton, and then next week they will be hosting Hanover. And for the Lions to win the Heartland Conference and go to the playoffs in two weeks, well, Franklin has to lose today to Bluffton and then next week with Hanover. Now, if that happens, then it would be a two-way tie between Hanover and Mount St. Joseph, and the Lions would get the bid because they won the head-to-head contest against Hanover. But if Franklin loses just once more and there's a three-way tie, then Franklin ends up going to the tournament. Mounts won nine straight over the Sanderson Raven Ball Club. The last win by Anderson came on October 11, 2008. That was a 10-9 squeaker here at Schuler Field. Anderson loves to throw the football around, and they're going to try to run the same offense as Franklin, but honestly, they just don't have the horses yet to do that. But coaching is no longer going to be a problem for the Ravens because Steve Rock 
became their 14th head coach on December 7th of 2017. He came to Anderson after 11 years as an assistant coach at Franklin College. Rock was Franklin's assistant head coach, their special teams coordinator, their recruiting coordinator, and linebackers coach. And during his time at Franklin, the Grizzlies won 10 Heartland Conference championships and went on to post 10 of 11 championships in those campaigns. Mount St. Joseph, of course, they are coached by Tyler Hopperton in his second year with a record of 13-6 and overall. Last year was one of those eight in a row over uh, Anderson, and they defeated them last year by a final score of 71 to 27. That was on October 21st a year ago. Chayton Tomlin did just about everything a quarterback could do. He completed 27 of 48 attempts for an even 500 yards and nine TD passes. His nine TD passes tied a 15-year-old Division III record for TD passes in a game. The other records the Lions set were for total offense in a game. That was 709 yards. Passing yards in a game, 500. And total points, 71. The Lions are getting set to take on Anderson. This is an abbreviated pregame show today because of the senior day activities. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more right after this. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell back here at Mount St. Joseph University Schuler Field. There's some top 25 college football action going on right now. Number two, Clemson beating up on Louisville 28-3. to Texas A&M is losing to Auburn 14-10. to It's Iowa State blanking Kansas 20 to nothing. Syracuse over Wake Forest 14-10. to Ohio State with 8.58 left to go in the second quarter is leading Nebraska 16-7. to And, of course, the two big games tonight, Alabama playing at LSU and Oklahoma will be hosting Texas Tech. Both those games on TV tonight, and we will have a preview of those two games coming up at halftime of today's contest. Now, also coming up on today's contest, we're going to be giving you just a brief synopsis of the Heartland Conference men's basketball rankings that just came out. The preseason rankings came out about a few days ago. Mount St. Joseph, they're going to get their season underway a week from Monday night. That'll be November 12th. Toby Kerrigan will lead the Lions into Wilmington. And in that contest, we'll begin at 7 o'clock. And, of course, you can hear every game of the men's basketball season here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We'll start that one out at 6.30 with the pregame show. Franklin College right now is on top of the Heartland Conference. They're undefeated after their win last week, 45-24 at Manchester. Franklin wide receiver Brad Bonamini hauled in a game-high seven passes for 164 yards. Rose Holman claimed a 35-6 victory on Saturday on the road at Defiance. They tallied 468 total offensive yards compared to the Yellow Jackets, 144. Bluffton, as we told you, picked up a 13-0 victory on the road at Anderson on Saturday. And, of course, the Mount won in a big game at Hanover last Saturday, 19-15. So that leaves the standings as such. Franklin all alone at the top at 6-0. Then comes the Mount and Hanover, each tied 
at 6-1 and one overall. Rose Holman and Manchester. Rose Holman is at 4-2. and two. Then comes Manchester at 3-4. and four. Anderson at 2-4. and four. Bluffton also at 2-4. and four. Defiance 0-6. And Earlham is 0-6 on the schedule. Now, today's games, Bluffton is at Franklin. We're going to be keeping a very close eye on that one. Defiance goes to Erlin, and then at 2 o'clock, Rose Holman will be at Hanover. Manchester has the day off today. We're going to be back to talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton. We'll do that when we return after this. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. Anderson, 2-6 and six on the year heading into this one. 2-4 and four in conference play. They are 2-2 two and two on the road. They're averaging 17.6 points per game offensively. And defensively, they're giving up 33 points per game, which is a differential of negative 15.7. Their next game will be next week as they wrap up the season at home against Manchester. The Mount, 7-2 and two on the year. 6-1 and one in the Heartland Conference. 3-1 and one here at home. Their only loss came to Franklin. Two weeks ago, Tyler Hopperton in his second year, 13 wins against six defeats. The Lions defense has been the most outstanding defense in the Heartland Conference over the past six games. In those six games, the Lions have allowed only 93 points or 15 and a half points per ball game, and that includes the 42 that they gave up to Franklin here. Tyler Hopperton talked to me earlier about the defense. Hop before this afternoon's ball game, this senior class. To me, and I've only been around here for a couple of years, has been pretty special. You've been around him now for four years at least. What has this class in your your eyes brought to this program? Well, I mean, generically to everybody, this class is full of really good football players. You know, I think that's the first and foremost, the obvious part that you know this is full of a lot of starters. Um, you know, I think 15 of them are starters or something of the 21, and um, I think there's four of them that have played in. Uh, this will be their 40th game playing in. So there's a lot of football that's been played and a lot of good football that's been played by the senior class and obviously a senior class that um, has won 7-6-6 six, six and, you know, working on 8 win this, this weekend. So, so, you know, a team that's had a good career and obviously kind of brought us back to where we were when we recruited these guys. You know, we were 8-2 and two when we recruited the senior class. And um, so it's a lot of good football players. But there's, um, you know, the biggest thing that, things that they've done for this program are are not seen by everyone else you know this this senior class is essentially our is our personality and on and off the field and um you know most of these guys have above a 3.0 gpa you know most of these guys are graduating on time or early um or are in graduate school already or doctorate school in some cases and um so they've really just kind of been our program essentially for the last you know four years um in everything they do have they been the foundation that you can build upon for the next 10, 12 years? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, the last two senior classes, which, you know, I've hired three of last year's I yeah. think, senior class. Uh, but last year's senior class and this year's senior class, you know, I, I mean, I owe a ton to them because it's not easy to change what you've been doing. You know, change is hard, and especially in a program where, you know, it's like, okay, you've done things for – 
two or three years one way, and then, you know, to ask to change a lot of the way we do things is hard, especially on the upperclassmen who have been a big part of how it was, you know, in the sense. So these guys have been completely selfless to what they feel like the program needs to do to be able to change to get to where we're going. And so they've done a whole heck of a lot of of not only where we're at this year, but more importantly, the foundation. Because obviously we lose a lot of good football players this year and have to replace a lot, but I think they've done a lot in setting the new standard. Hop, as you head into what most likely is the last game of the season, when you look back at this year, what has been the biggest pleasant surprise for you? I think the pleasant surprise has is, is been the poise, you know, that um, – like I said, we're you know sitting at seven and two with a loss to Moorhead State and a loss to uh, Franklin, who's sitting in first place currently in our conference, you know, by eight points. And I think these guys have shown a lot of poise in the sense of you know our goal was conference championship, and that was well within reach. So we're obviously disappointed, but I think the most pleasant surprise is just how these guys have been working since then, and and especially the senior class understanding that there's more at stake than just that. So um, I've definitely been proud of this team that they're still grinding, understanding that there's that it's most important to really solidify, um, you know, the new foundation and the new standards so that conference championships are, are I guess, easier um, to attain in the future. You know, you bring up poise. You brought it up for the last three weeks, but I don't think the poise was ever more shown than when you guys get the football back with just under five minutes to go last week, down for the first time in the ball game, and march right down the field and score. That was, that, that showed a lot of poise. Yeah, so – uh, I was really proud of those guys for that and our coaching staff. And, you know, those are games that I've seen in the last couple of years that we lost. You know, we lost games like that last year even. So mm-hmm. even um, – but especially even in the last several years, those are the games that we've been ended up on the wrong side of. So it was, it was great to see – um, those guys respond to that, especially the offense who had one first down in the second half. You know, I think the uh, the second and third quarter of the handover game, I think there was maybe one or two first downs between both offenses. Um, so it's definitely an interesting game. So it was great to see that these guys that, hey, they got the ball, they understand, hey, it, it's time to go win this thing. Um, and they did. They marched down, and um, which we had a good pump or kickoff return to the 37-yard line, which obviously helps um, an offense that had a hard time moving the ball, you know, in the second second half and then went down and scored and then able to get an interception you know so it's just great to see these guys step up and make the plays when we needed them the most over the last few games with the exception of the franklin game the defense has just been outstanding this year and the big thing that i've thought is that defensive line across the front the five guys you go with four but the five guys that you bring in have just been outstanding all year long haven't they yeah i mean the script is flipped for sure i mean at the beginning of the year you know the offense was going the defense didn't necessarily play bad you know the the Rose Holman game, you know, we were scoring. I mean, there's two drives under 15 seconds in a hot day, and so that's a little hard. And you know, Franklin, the second half of the Franklin game, our defense struggled a little bit, but obviously without Tavon. But um, I mean, the last couple of weeks, the defense has been rock solid. I mean, to to hold defiance to a shutout, um, and then to hold you know a handover team that's averaging 43 points a game to 15 points. Um, is great where in the second half again they were on the field most of the second half mm-hmm. and, and um, you know who were obviously tired last week but um, yeah a lot of it starts with that which a lot of them are you know there's four seniors on that defensive line four of those five guys are seniors and so those are guys that have been grinding and, and took a gut check in the Franklin game and since then have been playing lights out. 
Hop, one final question. You've won championships as a player, as an assistant. Now as a head coach, if you win tomorrow, you, you've got a possible three-way championship for the conference. How much does that mean to you as a head coach? Um, I mean, a lot of it is is – I mean, that's the goal, you know, and yeah. that's what Coach Huber always used to say here. It's one goal. Every year, regardless of what happened the year before or whatever, it's, hey, we're trying to win the Heartland. Um, so, obviously, it would be very cool to do that um, as, you know, as an alumni and somebody that's been coaching here and as a head coach. I mean, that would be obviously really cool, and, and that's what we've been working for. But, um, you know, I have to give Coach Speak a little bit that, you know, we had our chance to, to win it outright and be in the driver's seat a couple of weeks ago. So um, regardless of how it shakes out, you know, I think we've taken a, a great step to be at least in that conversation. Head Coach Tyler Hopperton before this afternoon's ball game. The coin flip has been held. The Lions won it. They deferred. So Anderson will get the ball to start this afternoon's contest. It's the Lions taking on Anderson. I'm Dave Mitchell. The kickoff is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy. You feel fine. But that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Label me. You know you want to. Don't be shy. You do it behind my back. Say it to my face. You don't know me. You know what I am? I'm a pitcher. I'm a striker. I'm a point guard. I'm a linebacker. I'm a setter. Shortstop. High jumper. Wrestler. Defender. Goalie. Student. Student athletes. That's who we are. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here at Schuler Field at Delhi. Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell, and we are getting set for the blue and gold taking on the Anderson Ravens in the final game of the regular season for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The bye week is next week. Now, next year, the bye week will be in week two. And a year from now, we'll round out the conference season for the Lions, but the last game of the year, which would be next week, a year from now, We'll be coming up in New York. And, of course, we'll be bringing you that ball game. That is going to be a good one as the Lions will be making the trek to New York. Should be a very entertaining trip with some of these guys. Lions are adorned in their dark blue jerseys with white numerals and gold trim, white pants, and the white helmets. For Anderson, they're in their all-white uniforms with dark blue numerals and red helmets here this afternoon. It is going to be, for the second week in a row, very easy to see the numerals on the jerseys. Every school should take a little note 
of how Anderson, Hanover, and Mount St. Joseph are able to adorn their players in uniforms that you can actually see the numerals from up in the press box. It's going to be a good one here today. Lions are going to kick it off. They'll be going from right to left across your computer screen. Dropping back, set to return for Anderson will be Jared Hubble. Hubble is back along with Zach Talent, back set to return this kickoff from Porter. Lions, senior day today, and they said goodbye to several of them. We'll try to bring you some stories about senior day throughout today's contest. Jerry Porter, the very first one, he would like to move into an NFL front office, and somebody should look at him as a punter in the NFL, by the way. Porter approaches it, kicks it off. It is a deep end-over-end kick that is going to bounce into the end zone and go through the end of the end zone. And so it will be Anderson's football first and ten in their own possession. We have just begun it here this afternoon. Lions come into it with a record of 7-2 and two overall. They are hoping for a miracle of all miracles for Bluffton to beat Franklin today and then Hanover to beat Franklin next week. And if all that happens, the Lions would get the nod into the NCAA playoffs should they win here today. So the starting quarterback this afternoon is going to be Jared Hubble. Hubble is going to be the starter. He is not on our two-deep chart. He drops back. He's going to throw it out into the flat. It's knocked into the air on the very first play of the game by the Lions' defensive end, Spencer Kandra. Kandra knocked that pass away, so it's second down 10 yards to go. Hubble has played a little this year. He is a junior, six foot, 190 pounds, out of Pendleton Heights High School in Anderson. And behind him is nobody now, as they had their leading rusher in the backfield, Lipscomb, just leave the ball game. And into the contest now is Ovalle, number four. Ovalle lines up out of the pistol to the right of Hubble. Hubble's going to drop back. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it is going to be in. Is it caught? It is caught. It's caught over the middle by Talent down at the 32-yard line and a nice diving catch right in front of Tavon Robertson. And he picks up eight yards on that catch, Talent does, and it'll bring up third down, two yards to go. Ovalle stays into the game and now into the contest to change a quarterback. It is going to be Lipscomb playing out of the Wildcat into the quarterback position. So their head coach, Steve Rock, doing a little razzle-dazzle, and McGuire's going to keep it off right tackle. Lions smelled it, and they're going to stop him right at the 30-yard line for no gain. Maybe a loss of about two on the carry, and it'll bring up fourth down, and it'll give him a loss of two. Fourth down, four yards to go, and the Lions defense holds on the initial play of the contest. In to punt the football away is going to be Chase Fisher. Fisher from Cicero, Indiana, will punt it away from about his own 20-yard line. And Troy Speakman, who has done an outstanding job this year, 14.5 yards per return on the punt. And that's a shank off the foot of Fisher, and it'll go out of bounds at the 48-yard line, so just a 17-yard punt by Fisher, and the Lions will take it over first and 10 in Anderson territory at the 49-yard line. 
We are going to be keeping a very, very close eye this afternoon on that Bluffton game against Franklin because, quite honestly, that is the only other game that means anything today. Tomlin is going to throw it upfield. He's got Pink. He completed the 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. Very first play of the game. Tomlin gets hit as he throws, but he puts it on the button to chase Panky from 49 yards out, and the Lions are on top of it. Six to nothing. Boy, what a pretty pass from Chase Tom, Chayton Tomlin to Chase Panky. And he caught him in stride, and Panky dropped it right in his lap. And took it in from 49 yards out for the score. 13-22 left to go in this first quarter of action. And the Anderson Ravens have got a man down at midfield. And it looks to be the man that actually hit Tomlin in the backfield as he let the pass go. And we'll see if we can see who that is as he is up. And it is Jeremy Davis from the defensive line from Norwell High School in Indiana. 6'2", 205-pounder. Looks like he's holding his right elbow, and he's going to be assisted off the field. And he is the one that came in on the blitz and drilled Tomlin just as he let that football go, but he came up worse for wear on it. So the Lions will come in to attempt the extra point. Jerry Porter will do that. Porter on the year, 37 for 43 in the extra point category for 86%. And he'll try to put the Lions up by seven. High snap, but they get it down. Kick is up. Kick is good. 13-22 to go in the first quarter. Lions strike first. It's Mount St. Joseph's seven. And Anderson, nothing. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Jerry Porter again kicking off just like he did a minute and a half ago, and he drills it into the end zone again. So Anderson will have it in their own territory again, right at the 25-yard line. Last time they were held three and out, and the Lions struck from 49 yards out on their first offensive play of the day. Chase Pankey. Takes it in for the score, and the Lions lead it right now. 13-22 to go in this first period, 7-0. And that's what you want to do against a team like Anderson. You want to put them away early, and that's what the Lions would like to do here this afternoon. Ravens have receivers out wide to the right, trips. And the quarterback, Hubble, who was not expected to start today, drops back, and now there's a flag thrown by the side judge, and Steve Rock has decided that He wanted to take a timeout, and he does. 
did not like the way the offense lined up and the play clock was moving down. So Steve Rock in his first year as head coach, after 11 seasons being the assistant head coach and special teams coordinator, recruiting coordinator also at Franklin, came down to Anderson, picked up the job there. And in his first year, he has led this Ravens team to a 2-6 and six record. They have lost three out of their last four ball games. It's a quick timeout. And now Anderson will come back out onto the field. Now the Lions will do the same. 7 nothing. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. And now the quarterback still Hubble, but he has got Ovalli to the left of him out of the pistol. Dropping back. Hubble looks to his left, throws it over the middle, and it is complete to the man coming up from the tight end position. That is Crow. Crow catches it out to the 37-yard line, make it the 38, just shy of the 38. It's 11 yards on the reception and a first down for Anderson. Now Hubble again looking at trips out to the near side. Ball in the far hash mark. Hubble looks to the left again. Now looks to the right. He's going to throw it. Intercepted by Speakman, and he is gone. 10-5 touchdown. Speakman just jumped the route, intercepted the pass at about the 37-yard line and took it in for the score, and it is now 13-0. Lions lead it with 12.50 to go in this first quarter. Speakman doing it again, and Jerry Porter will come in to attempt the extra point. Boy, and Speakman didn't even go into full speed. He went in a controlled trot to the end zone. That's how wide open he was heading to the green. Porter puts the extra point up, and it is good again. 12.50 to go in the first quarter. It's now Mount St. Joseph 14, Anderson nothing. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Jerry Porter's going to have to ice his leg up after this one. He is going to be kicking off for the third time, and he's also attempted two extra points, so this will be his fifth kick, and we haven't even played two and a half minutes of this game yet. There's 12.50 remaining in the first quarter. Dropping back set to return for Anderson with the Lions up is Jalen Crenshaw. Porter is going to kick it off, and again, it is deep. Crenshaw holds his hands up above his eyes. He takes it two yards deep in the end zone, brings it out to the 10 to the 15, and he's going to struggle. Ball loose on the play, and Anderson says that they've come up with it, and they have. They're going to jump back on top of it at about the 15-yard line, recovering that fumble from Crenshaw as Dustin Ogle out of Cardinal Ritter High School in Indianapolis. So Anderson now will lose five yards, basically, on the previous two possessions they've had and start at their own 15, first and 10. Hubble is the quarterback. Now they're going to form a triangle receiver formation out to the near side. Ball in the near hash mark. Lions 
Showing a blitz from the outside and dropping back is Hubble. And here they come, a good protection. Throws out into the flat, and it is complete to Crow again. Crow has caught two passes today. And he's got it out to the 17-yard line for just a gain of a couple. And it'll be second down, eight yards to go. At halftime, we will preview the Heartland Conference men's basketball rankings and also the Alabama-LSU game tonight. We'll do all that coming up at halftime. 12-14 and running left to go in this first quarter. Hubble now audibleizing at the line. He's got trips out to the far side now. Ovalle to the left of him. Now the line showing press coverage on the outside. Dropping back Hubble looking to the left. He wants to go against that press. He's going to throw it up and it is going to be knocked away and incomplete by Tyler Hanna. Lions smelled it again. They had three men defending on that play and Tyler Hanna had the inside position jumped up and knocked the ball away. Brings up third down and eight yards to go for the Ravens. 11.54 remaining in this first quarter. Hubble with a volley to his left. Drops back. He's going to throw it again. He throws it over the left side. Incomplete. Tried to find his intended receiver, Wes Edwards, but threw it by him. Speakman with the coverage. Incomplete. Fourth down, eight yards to go. And it's punting time again for Anderson. Fisher will come in to punt it away. Fisher, just a 17-yard punt his first time. Troy Speakman with a TD already on the interception return. Drops back at about his own 45 to return this punt. 11.46 to go. Lions lead it, 14-0. Good snap. Fisher gets it away. It's a line drive. Speakman's going to take it in at his own 47. Cuts it to midfield to the 45-40, 35-30. High steps it down to the 25-yard line. 27-yard return on the play for Troy Speakman. And the officials now will spot him out of bounds right at the 26-yard line. So, make it a 26-yard return for Speakman. And brings up first and 10 for the Lions in Anderson territory at the 26. Tomlin has had one pass today. That's the 49-yard touchdown pass to Panky. Glines, slot left, Panky, wide left. Out wide right is Earls. To the left, Michael Williamson of of Tomlin. Hand off to Williamson. Williamson to the 25, cuts it to the outside, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, puts his head down, and he's going to get down to the 7. Nice run by Williamson. 21 yards on the carry, and it'll be first and goal for the Lions as Williamson took it off right guard and cut it to the outside, got it down to the 6. Same formation for the Lions. Ball just on the hash mark, far hash mark. Now Earls will go slot left. Glines goes wide right. Williamson to the right of Tomlin, who's taking plenty of time. 11 minutes to go in the first quarter. Lions looking to go up by three TDs. Now he's adjusting where Williamson is. Play clock down to nine, but Tomlin doesn't care about that. Takes the snap from Tepe, looks to the right. He's going to throw it to Glines, and it'll be intercepted in the end zone. Boy, Anderson knew exactly where the Lions were going to go, and it was intercepted by Anderson in the end zone by the outside linebacker, Dakota Fryer. Fryer with the interception, and that will give it back to Anderson, so the Lions give away an opportunity. Tomlin, with his ninth interception of the year, 
He's got 31 touchdown passes after that 49-yarder to Chase Pankey. So Anderson now will send Hubble back out of quarterback, but they bring in at running back Lipscomb, who's their leading rusher this year. And again, Hubble's going to throw the ball. Now rolls out to his right, looks upfield. He's going to throw it on the run, and it'll be caught near. Nope, they're going to say incomplete. He was bobbling the ball out of bounds, and that was Talent. Talent couldn't bring in the football at the 35-yard line. Incomplete, second down, 10 from the 20. So it's second down, 10 yards to go for Anderson. And they have not tried to run the football yet, except for when they ran the Wildcat, when McGuire, or excuse me, when Lipscomb came in at the quarterback position. Dropping back Hubble, throws it out into the flat, incomplete. Barnett was out there, open. They tried to run that bubble screen, but Barnett couldn't bring it in. Third down, 10 yards to go, and so far nothing has gone right for this Anderson Ravens squad. 10.31 left to go in this first quarter. Clock stops. Coming out wide to the left-hand side is Edwards. And Barnett will line up slot left. Hubble looks things over. Lions showing blitz from the outside. Hubble sees it. He's going to throw it quickly. And a flag went down. It'll be a false start called against Anderson. That line saw it too, and they just jumped the snap count a little early. 10.28 left to go in this first quarter. Lions on top of it, 14 to nothing. And instead of third and 10 from the 20, it'll be third and 15 back at the 15-yard line. Speakman coming out to the left-hand side. He's trying to audibleize the defense from the bench. Hubble's going to take the snap. Looks to his left. Now looks down the middle. He's going to throw a deep, fluttering ball, and it's going to be intercepted. Peyton Williams intercepting it at the 40, at the 36-yard line. That thing fluttered, coming right out of Hubble's hands, and Peyton Williams just dove and took it off the turf. And the Lions will have it back at the Anderson 36-yard line with 10:18 to go. Boy, we have had. A ton of possessions in the first four and a half minutes of this game. Let's see if we've got a score. Seven nothing Franklin, six fifty two left to go in the first quarter over Bluffton. Tomlin with Williamson to the left of it. He's gonna hand it off to Williamson right up the middle across the thirty five down to the thirty. After a six yard gain, he'll be stopped right there. Bring up second down, four yards to go. And we hit the 10-minute mark of this first quarter. Now Derek Williamson is going to come into the ball game. Jayton Tomlin is going to leave. Paul Miner is checking in, too. So Derek Williamson is going to get some playing time here at quarterback. Doesn't appear to be anything wrong with Tomlin. they just going to make a switch here in the first quarter. Ball resting at the 30-yard line, second and four. Derek Williamson is going to keep it himself around the left-hand side, take it inside the 30, and he's going to be thrown down to the ground at the 28 after a gain of three. Ball was stripped at the end, but Williamson was already on the ground. And now Derek Williamson will come out of the ball game, and Tomlin will come back in. So obviously they just brought Williamson in to run that quarterback keeper around the left side. Third down, two yards to go for the Lions. 
Ball at the 28-yard line in Anderson territory. Tomlin with Michael Williamson to his left. 14-0 Lions on top of it. Receivers out wide right and throwing the screen out to the right-hand side. Declines it is caught, and he is immediately dropped at the 32 by Creed Switzer. And a flag is thrown, and I believe it's going to be against Chayton Tomlin is signaling that it is against Anderson. It's a three-yard loss, as you heard the public address announcer say, but let's see what that penalty is. According to Tomlin, it is against Anderson, and let's see what the call is. (laughs) Hands to the face called against Anderson's defense. That's going to be a first down for the Lions. That'll be a penalty that will give the Lions the first down. Down inside the 15-yard line. Ball marked at the 32. And it is a 15-yard penalty. So they will mark it off. Well, it'll be... They're saying now it'll be half the distance to the goal, so they'll take it down to the 16-yard line. Ball was resting at the 32. And they're going to put it down to the 15-yard line. Now another official comes in. That that was a kind spot. Let's be honest. The ball was at the 32. I thought they were marking it a half the distance to the goal. Now the officials are going to talk about it. They placed it at the 15, which actually is a 17-yard penalty. We should have had this crew against Franklin. Boy, they, they are giving. Now they're going to put it at the 14. So it went from the 32 down to the 14 on a half the distance to the goal penalty. Now we're going to talk about it again. I don't know. Where I went to school, the 32 half the distance is 16. But they put it at the 14. Nonetheless, that's where the Lions started. First and 10 at the 14. Tomlin. With Williamson to the left. Fake handoff. Looks into the end zone. Now he's got a lot of room to the right. He's going to run. Cut it up to the 10-yard line to the 5. Dives to the pylon, but couldn't get his feet underneath him and fell down at the 4. So Tomlin takes 10 yards, and it'll be a first down for the Lions. Nonetheless, and it brings up first and goal at the Anderson 4. Tomlin just lost his balance at about the... Seven yard line and tried to dive to the pylon but came up four yards short. Paul Miner tight end left now. Michael Williamson to the left. He's going to get the handoff. Williamson off right tackle. Takes it to the two. Struggles forward but he can't get any further than the two. So a couple yard gain now for Williamson. He came in with 16 or six touchdowns on the year. Boy, Michael took the job of the running back spot about game four, and he has never relinquished it. And except for just maybe about 10 or 12 plays, he hasn't even left the field on offense from that time on. Second down goal from the two, handoff to Williamson, this time on the left side, dives into the end zone, touchdown! Seven TDs on the air for Michael Williamson, and it's now 20 to nothing. The bounce leads it. And a standing O for the blue and gold as they come off the field, the offense, with 7-10 to go in this first quarter of action. And you're right, I said first quarter. Porter will attempt another extra point. He's given his leg 
some time to recuperate after having five kicks in the first two and a half minutes. Snap is good. Kick is up by Porter, and the kick is good. 7-10 to go in the first quarter. Now the mount, 21. Anderson, nothing. 15 grand. Yes, $15,000. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri-County. During Ram Power Days, you'll save up to 15 grand on new Ram trucks. Only at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri-County. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. 6.52 left to go in the first quarter at Franklin. And Franklin leads Bluffton 7 to nothing. 7.10 to go here. Lions on top of a 21 zip. Porter will approach the football, and it will be kicked deep into the end zone, and it will be just touched back there by Jalen Crenshaw. Crenshaw wanted to bring it out, but the last time he did, he only got back to about the 15-yard line, so this time he decided not to throw caution to the wind. Anderson will have it first and 10 at their own 20-yard line after the touchback. 7-10 to go in this first quarter of action. Chayton Tomlin, 2 for 3 in the passing department. Michael Williamson, 4 carries, 29 yards, and the Lions lead it by 3 TDs. Hubble is going to hand it off on the first actual running play of the day. Hands it off to Lipscomb, and Lipscomb takes it up. To the 25-yard line. Gain of five on the play. Check it. Just a yard gain. So a one-yard gain out to the 26, excuse me. Hubble looking things over. He's got talent out to the right-hand side. Slot right is Edwards. Out wide left is Barnett. They've got a wing formation. Hubble looking things over, and he's going to hand it off again, that fake hand off to Lipscomb, and he's going to be hit behind the line. Hubble is, and he's going to be dropped back at the 15. Coming in on the play, Jeremiah Drake and Noah Abel. Sacked back to the 17-yard line. They're going to give Abel the credit for the sack. Lions came on the blitz. Loss of seven, and it brings up third down, 17 yards to go. Hubble probably would have been better off if he'd have handed it off on that run pass option to Lipscomb. Lipscomb now to the right of Hubble. Hubble in a passing situation. He's got receivers out wide. Drops straight back. Now rolls out to the right. He's under a heavy rush. He's going to tuck it under. Keep it to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds. But they're going to say he stepped out of bounds prior to that. At about the 28-yard line. Lions didn't know he stepped out of bounds. And, boy, he took a lick at about the 33 from Tavon Robertson. No flag thrown on the play. That's a gain of about 11 on the carry, but it still brings up fourth down, seven yards to go. And again, it's punting time for Anderson with 5.27 to go in this first quarter. Lions lead it 21 to nothing. Troy Speakman will drop back, set to return. At about his own 45. 
Chase Fisher will punt it away from about his own 15. And he's taking plenty of time. And now the side judge is blowing his whistle. And a penalty marker has been thrown. It is delay of game taken by Anderson. Not sure what they were thinking as far as the clock running down. I mean, you can see the clock from that end of the field, but Anderson just took too much time. So that marks it off five yards, takes it back. They'll be punting it away from the 22. Fisher looking to take the snap, good snap. Takes his time. He's going to get a low line drive kick. Speakman's going to take it in at his own 33. Cuts it to the right side, to the far side, to the 40. Sidesteps the tackler, and he's going to be brought down at the 45-yard line. But a flag thrown by the side judge, and Anderson celebrating. I think we're going to get the Lions for a block in the back. See what we've got here as the officials converse. And... As they talk it over, it is a block in the back against the Lions. So the Lions will get hit by a block in the back. And they will spot the ball back in the Lions territory at the 31-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for the Lions after the penalty at their own 31-yard line. Chayton Tomlin. At the quarterback position, he's got Michael Williamson. Lined up to the right-hand side. Lions going from right to left. 425. Glides in motion to the near side. Tomlin drops back. He's going to throw the screen pass out to Williamson. Williamson complete at the 32. He's going to be upended at the 33. And a flag thrown by the side judge. I think they're going to get a hold against one of the DBs on Anderson. Glines is talking about it. And now maybe Brad Murphy is too far up the field. Maybe they're going to have an illegal man downfield on the Lions. See what they've got as the officials still converse on it. I saw Murphy up the field, number 58, but nonetheless, see what the officials call. Murphy and Tepe are talking it over now, and the ball is going to be marked off. It will go against the Lions. And it will be an illegal man downfield. It'll take it back to the 19-yard line. Never really did get a signal from the official, but they mark it back to the 19-yard line. So it appeared like it was an illegal man downfield. May have been a personal foul. Nonetheless, a 15-yard penalty takes it back to the 19 with 3.55 remaining in this first quarter. Lions lead at 21-0. Tomlin drops back. Now steps up in the pocket. He's going to throw it up the right side. He's got to complete the glines, and he's going to be thrown out of bounds at the 35. Boy, a nice toss by Tomlin. The glines out on the left side. Complete to the 35. That's a 14-yard reception, and it brings up second down and seven yards to go. Glines a senior playing his last game, and... Now the officials are going to change footballs. His family's been in front of me all season long since I've been sitting up out here. Had a good time with them all year long. He decided not to participate in the senior day presentation because he did last year and then became a graduate student and decided to play again this year. 
which he could because he redshirted a year. Second down, seven yards to go for the Lions at the 35. Dropping back, Tomlin hands it off to Williamson on the counter. He's going to take it across the 35, out to the 38. That'll be a gain of three on the play and bring up third down. And about three yards to go again for the Lions. 2.45 remaining. Into the contest now for the Lions is Jaron Tunstall out of Fishers, Indiana. And Nick Murphy into the ballgame also. He goes out wide to the left-hand side. Now he lines up in the slot. Tomlin out of the shotgun this time. Drops straight back. Now he's going to roll out to the right as the pocket collapses. Throws it out to Tunstall. Complete. He's got the first down across the 45 out to the 47. Tomlin bought him just enough time for Tunstall to break free. And he picked up the first down on the play. Now Devin Bradley will come into the ballgame. The Lions are sitting in a lot of different receivers here today. Bradley out to the near side. He's out wide near the sideline. Glide slot left. Tunstall on the wing out to the left-hand side. They've got another two receivers out wide right. Dropping back as Tomlin looks to the left. He's going to be hit and dropped. Back to the 39-yard line. Loss of seven on the play. Elijah Smith got credit for the sack as he just grabbed Tomlin up around the shoulder pads and spun him to the turf. Loss of eight brings up second down and 18 yards to go. Back at the 39-yard line. Now Michael Williamson comes in, trips out to the near side for the Lions. Tomlin with Williamson to the right of him. Ball in the far hash mark. He'll take the snap with a minute nine to go. Looks to the left. Got it to Glines. Finds the 40. 45. And he's going to be hit from behind and dropped at the 47. That'll be an eight-yard pickup for A.J. Glines and bring up fourth down. Call it ten yards to go. and Or is it third down? They're going to make it third down. Ten yards to go. And the Lions now have third and ten. At the 47 in their own territory. Glines and Tunstall out to the right side. Panky out wide left. Fake handoff to Williamson. Tomlin, no rush. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got Glines open. 15, got it. 10-5, touchdown. Well, I don't know how Glines is the leading receiver on the Lions team and one of the leading receivers in the conference ever broke past the secondary of Anderson but he did and Tomlin went deep, caught it for the touchdown and it is now 27-0 Lions lead it with 22.6 to go in this first quarter 32 touchdown passes on the year for Tomlin and for A.J. Glines that's his 12th touchdown of the season, high snap, quarter will drill the extra point though and with 22.6 to go in this first quarter it's now Mount St. Joseph 28 Anderson nothing a ways back Buddy LaRosa had a problem he couldn't find tomatoes sweet enough for his family recipe pizza sauce no tomatoes no sauce no sauce are you kidding so Buddy trekked to California and tasted tomatoes until he struck red gold bingo dad really went the extra mile to save our sauce Try 3,000. A lot's changed, but going to great lengths for our 40 menu items, that never will. Good is never good enough. That's what makes us La Rosa's. 
Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Tate and Tomlin with three touchdown passes today. And the Lions now lead it 28 to nothing. Seven of eight passing so far in the ballgame for Tomlin, 132 yards. Michael Williamson, five carries, 32 yards. A.J. Glines has now got four receptions for 73 yards and that touchdown pass of 53 yards. Now with 12.52 to go in the first half, Franklin leads Bluffton 14-3. Porter kicks it off, and it is going to be a short kick that will be taken in at the two-yard line by Alex Barnett. Barnett's going to cut it to the left side across the 15 to the 20, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 21-yard line. 16.4 to go in this first quarter. And it is a 28 nothing Lions lead. They scored 71 against this team a year ago. And the way they've come out in this one, looks like they want to match that or, equal or better it. Receivers go out wide, and I mean wide for Anderson, from sideline to sideline. Dropping back Hubble, he's going to hand it off to Lipscomb, and Lipscomb takes it around the left side across the 21 to the 22-yard line, a gain of about a yard on the play, and that'll do it for the first quarter of action. Your score at the end of one from Schuler Field in the final game of the regular season for the Lions, Mount St. Joseph 28, Anderson nothing. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. This is why we love sports. It's in the way they play, free from the pressures and all the money talk. Playing for simply the love of the game, where everyone has a shot at their definition of success on and off the field. This is what we love about sports, and what we can still love about college sports. Well, as we open this second quarter of action, there's a shocker going on in Columbus. We'll get to that in a second. Hubble. As Anderson going now, as they switch ends of the field from right to left, they send out receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back Hubble. Hubble looks to his left, now rolls out to the right. He's going to keep it to the 25, and he's going to slide down at the 25-yard line. Gain of just three on the carry for Hubble, and it'll bring up third down and seven yards to go. Nebraska, with 13.48 to go in the third quarter, is on top of Ohio State, 21-16. That's in Columbus. Syracuse over Wake Forest at halftime, 21 to 10. Clemson just killing Louisville, 41 to 3, 10-18 to go in the third quarter. And Texas A&M over Auburn, 24-14. That again in the third quarter too. Hubble out of the pistol formation has got Ovalle to his left, and he's going to throw it out to Talent. Talent is going to catch it at the 25. That'll be about a yard gain and bring up fourth down, eight yards to go and. That'll do it for Anderson. They'll bring in the punting team. Chase Fisher will come in to punt the football away. 
Noah Abel with the tackle. And boy, has he done a great job since coming in for Gavin Robertson over the past few weeks. 13.45 to go in this first half of action. We'll preview the LSU-Alabama game and Texas Tech-Oklahoma. Good snap. Fisher's going to get the football away, and it's a high kick that will be taken in by Speakman at his 37. Cuts it to the near side to the 40. He's going to be grabbed, struggle forward to get to the 42-yard line before he is brought down there after a five-yard return. 13.25 to go in this first half of action. We're just going to keep it right here, tell you that the men's basketball team will be in action for their first game of the year at Wilmington a week from Monday night. That's going to be November 12th, and you can hear it here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'll have all the action of men's basketball for you again this season as the Lions try to defend their Heartland Conference Championship. Game time, 7 o'clock, pregame show at 6.30 from Wilmington that night. November 12th, handoff to Williamson around the left-hand side. Cuts it to the 40, to the 45. He's going to be wrapped up at the 47-yard line. Gain of four on the play. Number 20, Michael Williamson. Williamson then broke free from the gang tackle that he was in and fell face forward into the turf. Four yards on the carry, second down six for the Lions. They're three yards shy of getting into Anderson territory at their own 47. 12.56 and running. Left to go in this first half, the final first half of the season on senior day here at Schuler Field. Samples in motion to the left-hand side. His first appearance today, dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin looking to the left. Now he's going to sprint out to the left, tuck it under. He's going to get it to the 50 and then step out of bounds near the first down marker into Anderson territory at the 48, but he's going to be about a yard shy of it. It'll bring up third down and a yard at the Anderson 48-yard line after a five-yard scamper. Samples comes out wide to the right-hand side. Samples has played a lot lately also due to the injury to Grayson Roberts. He'll be back next year, though. Roberts is going to be a graduate student. He's going to come back there. Use this year as a red shirt, so he'll be able to come back. Third down a yard for the Lions. He'll probably take the place of Glines as the primary receiver next season. Tomlin on the draw. Hands it off to Williamson. He's going to pick up the first down to the Anderson 45-yard line right up the gut. Three-yard carry for Williamson and a first down for the Lions. 11.45 to go. In this first half of action. Now, Paul Miner had a chance to talk to him yesterday in Coach Caleb Carrill's office. Boy, what a nice guy. Met his dad a few weeks ago walking out of the stadium. Nice family. Tomlin has got Williamson to the left of him. Lines is out slot right. Receivers out wide on both sides. Now moving a motion of samples to the far side. And the handoff to Williamson. He's going to take it right up the gut again, and he's going to take it down to the 40-yard line. Another five-yard burst by Michael Williamson. He came into the ball game with 114 carries, 539 yards, and I can tell you, most all of those yards came from game four on. So you look at that and say that he picked up 539 yards in five ball games, and you project that over a season. Williamson, had he played the first four games of the year, would probably be 
if not over a thousand, very, very close to it. Earl's in motion to the near side. Fake handoff. Tomlin throws it over the middle. Complete the glides at the 30. 30 takes it to the 25 yard line. And that's a 15 yard completion to AJ and another first down for the Lions. 10-17 to go in this first half. Lions already on top of it. 28 to nothing. This has been an offensive show by the Lions. Now they go with the empty backfield out of the shotgun. Receivers split on both sides. Trips to the far side. Ball in the near hash mark at the 25 of Anderson. Tomlin looks down the middle. He's got a man. Now he pump fakes. Now drops back again. Rolls out to the right. He's got a man in the end zone. It's Glines. Glines. Did he catch it? He put his toe down. Got it. Touchdown. Oh, what a catch by Glines. You can see the way he lined up his feet. And he went and caught the ball out of bounds, but his right toe stayed in the corner. And he caught the ball for the touchdown. It's 34 nothing. What a play by Tomlin and Glines, and Glines especially to keep his feet down. Wow. 9.44 to go in this first half, and the Lions have blown this thing wide open. And Porter, with the extra point, puts it up, and it is good. 9.44 to go in the half. It's now Mount St. Joseph 35, Anderson nothing. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family rest... Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Well, I hope they got that on film for the hunt. That was quite a catch and fancy footwork by A.J. Glines in the end zone. Porter will kick it off. Lions lead at 35 to nothing. Porter, low. Line drive kick that will be taken in by one of the upbacks, Elijah Crow. Crow's going to take it across the 30 to the 35, 36, and he's going to be blasted at the 36-yard line. What a catch by Glines. That's got to be one of the catches of the year. Anderson will have it down 35 to nothing, 9.36 to go in this first half of action from Schuler Field. And Bluffton, 7.54 to go in the half. They are down 14 to 10 to Franklin. Moving in motion to the near side is Crow. Pitch out around the left-hand side. Anderson gets the football to Lipscomb. Lipscomb takes it across the 35 out to the 38-yard line. And a receiver, Elijah Crow, who just ran that kickoff back. He came in at receiver, and he just came up lame, not even at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a two-yard gain on the play. In a quarterback now is Travis McGuire. Travis McGuire has played a QB this year. He's a freshman out of Frankton, Indiana. Six feet, 185 pounds. And on the season, he's got three touchdown passes, 52% completion ratio. Now Crow is up. 
And he'll walk off the field under his own power. Checking that Ohio State score. Nebraska still on top of it. Nine minutes to go in Columbus. 21-16 Nebraska with the lead in the ball over the Buckeyes. Iowa's going to play Purdue later on this afternoon. West Virginia at Texas. Clemson, we've already told you, just beating the stuffing out of Louisville this afternoon. 49-3. to Anderson with the football. McGuire at quarterback. He puts Ovalli out to the left-hand side. Lipscomb to the right side of the quarterback, McGuire. He's got receivers out wide on both sides. Ball at the 38-yard line, third and and eight. McGuire's going to keep it himself, and he's going to be hit and dropped. Back to the 33-yard line. And the sack. Made by Spencer Kandra. Kandra, they're going to spot it at the 34. Since it was behind the line of scrimmage, that's a sack. And for Kandra, that's going to be his fifth sack of the season. And what do we have? The official wanted to get the play clock set. Third down, 12 yards to go. Ball back at the 34-yard line. We need to get it out to the 36. McGuire's going to keep two men in for protection. Ovalle. And Lipscomb, heavy rush, steps away from one, throws it out in the flat. That's complete to Barnett. Barnett's got it at the 47-yard line, and that's enough for a Anderson first down. Boy, McGuire did a nice job to evade the rush coming on by the Lions, and he took one step to his left, evaded the rush, and then threw the ball out to Barnett for the first down. 13 yards on the completion, but just enough to move the chains. Ball at the 47 in Anderson territory. McGuire is going to keep Ovalle on his right side and Lipscomb on his left side. Receivers out wide on both sides, no tight ends. McGuire is going to take the snap, throw it out to the left side, complete to Barnett. Barnett's going to catch it at the 45 and struggle to get out to the 50-yard line. Gain of a couple on the play for Barnett. Brings up second down, eight yards to go. Clock continues to run, 7.29 to go. In the first half of action, Lions lead it 35 nothing. Has not been the offensive explosion by Chayton Tomlin like he had last year at Anderson that led to the 71 points. Hand off to Lipscomb. Lipscomb's going to be hit right at the line and dropped. No gain on the play, and that's Logan Bright. And a flag has just been thrown, and the official threw the flag in the air, and it landed right in the lap, believe it or not, of Tyler Hanna. Hannah actually caught the flag. And let's see what they are going to call. Last time I saw a player get hit by a, by a flag with that, unsportsmanlike conduct called against the Lions. But the last time I saw a player get hit with a flag like that was Orlando Jones of the Browns. He got thr- The flag hit him in the eye. And he won a million dollars in a lawsuit against the NFL for it. So the 15-yard penalty called against the Lions for unsportsmanlike conduct takes it down to the 35-yard line in Lions territory. This is the deepest penetration that Anderson has made so far today. A lot of switching going on up front on the Lions' D-line. 
showing press coverage on the outside. Now they drop off of it a little bit. McGuire's going to take the snap, drop back. He's going to be heavy rush. Now he's going to run it up the middle, takes it across the 30 to the 35, tucks it into the left shoulder, and he'll take it out of bounds at the 24-yard line. That's a 12-yard scamper by McGuire, and he picks up the first down. This is the best offense that the Ravens have shown all afternoon, and it's McGuire that has really spearheaded this. Travis McGuire, freshman quarterback, number 12, looking things over. He's not the most athletic quarterback that they have, but right now he's doing the best job production-wise out there for them. He manages to have just enough athleticism to get away from the pursuit that the Lions have put on. Hand off to Ovali, and Ovali's going to take it up across the 25-yard line where he'll be stopped. Loss of about a half yard brings up second down and 11. 5.52 left to go in the first half. Receivers out wide on both sides. Barnett out wide to the left. Now free play as there's a flag down, but the Lions... They're going to get hit with offside now. It's going to be thrown up on the end of the corner of the end zone, and it is incomplete. Tried to get the ball up the field on the right side to Crow. Crow actually stepped out of bounds up the field, but they didn't call that. The pass fell incomplete. And the penalty flag. I believe that's why they didn't blow their whistles, because it was against the Lions, and that was a free play for Anderson. I think that's what Anderson thought, too, but now there's a lot of discussion going on by the officials to see if anybody else moved. Every official is involved in this conversation, except the one with the flag who's down at about the 15-yard line. Now, Talent is going to walk away from the huddle and come over and talk with his head coach Steve Rock, tell him what they're discussing. It looked like up here that Mount had jumped off sides. Now we'll get the official call. And let's see what they do call. Well, the microphone is not working. It is off sides against the Lions. So they'll mark off the, now there's a hold that they will decline. And now a personal foul called against the Lions. And that is the one that they will accept because that's a 15-yard penalty. Take it half the distance to the goal line. Let's see if they can split this one in half. And it'll take it down to the 12-yard line. So it was offsides against the Lions, declined. Holding against the Lions declined, and the personal foul was accepted. And now, well, I'll tell you one thing. Tyler Hopperton is very upset on the sideline about that call. He's pointing outside about something. I didn't see the personal foul, to be honest with you, from up here. But that's going to give Anderson a first down at the Lions' 12-yard line. They'll put a man in motion to the far side out of the ship. Out of the Wildcat, and Lipscomb is going to take it around the right side, and he's going to be dropped at the 10. That's a gain of two on the play. Lipscomb, out of the Wildcat, takes it down to the 10. 5.18 to go in this first half. Second down, eight yards to go now for Anderson. 
Lipscomb is going to stay in the Wildcat. He's got a volley to the left of him. Crow, excuse me, that's... They've actually got McGuire now out wide to the left-hand side, and they're going to hand it off to McGuire. He's going to throw it into the end zone. Steps up, throws it into the end zone. Complete touchdown, and he's immediately upended in the end zone. But he caught it, came down with it, but he paid for it as Tyler Hanna drilled him in the solar plexus, but he came down inbounds for the score, and that makes it 35-6. Anderson, again, trying some razzle-dazzle. They had McGuire out wide to the left, and he came in motion. He's been the quarterback throughout this drive. Lipscomb took the snap, pitched it back to McGuire, and McGuire found the man in the end of the end zone for the score, and the kick is up and it hits the crossbar no good it's going to be taken in by Robertson Robertson can't do it the ball actually hit the crossbar and that kills the play but Robertson tried it nicely played the carom and was running it upfield 443 to go in this first half it's now Mount St. Joseph 35 Anderson 6 you want to advance your career through education but you have a busy family and work schedule Mount St. Joseph can help the Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. People just love the quality from and Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road in Cincinnati. They use fresh chicken, and it's always hand-breaded with homemade sauces daily. And order the coleslaw. You won't regret it. Ordering out is easy at and Good Chicken Tenders. Order dinner on Facebook right now or call 451-3000. At and Good Chicken Tenders, order up a combo, feed the family, or your sudden drop-in guests. and Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order at 451-3000. and Good Chicken Tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. 4.43 left to go in this first half of action. 35-6. Lions on top of it. Six minutes to go in the first half at Franklin. And the Grizzly still lead Bluffton 14-10 in that ball game. And kicking it off is Anderson. It's a low short kick that will be taken in by Glines at the 15. Cuts it to the middle of the field to the 20. 25-30. Cuts it back to the far side to the 35. And he's going to be dropped down at the 39-yard line. 4.35 to go in this first half of action, and the Lions will take the football over. First and 10 in their own territory after giving up that touchdown to Anderson. Roger Bacon playing for the Regional Volleyball Championship this afternoon has taken the first match over Fenwick, 25-22. Winner of that game goes to state. Also want to tell you that Hanover, the women's soccer team, for Mount St. Joseph defeated Hanover today at Hanover. Three to nothing to qualify for the NCAA tournament. Tomlin throws it out into the left side to A.J. Glines, and it is incomplete at the 45-yard line. Heavy rush by Anderson as they're starting to come. Did a nice job of getting away from that tackle looking at my phone here to get the updates from the Roger Bacon match and some other scores coming in. 
to bring them along to you. Receivers out wide on both sides. Moving on the defensive line. Free play for the Lions, but they didn't realize it. Handed it off to Michael Williamson. He takes it out to the 41-yard line. That's a gain of two. And let's see here what the penalty is going to be called. And I would assume that it would be accepted. Williamson, eight carries so far today, 44 yards on the day. He'll be back next year. Ball is accepted. Ball goes out to the 44-yard line. I want to say hello to Blake Watson, who's over in Hanover today, helping out with that football game and was also there watching the women's soccer game that the Mount St. Joseph women took today 3 to nothing. Congratulations to them. We'll get you the time and place that they're going to play coming up later on this week. Second down, five yards to go for the Lions. Out of the shotgun. Tomlin, good protection. He's going to throw the ball into the flat, and it is complete to the 48-yard line, to the 45, skipping inside the 45 to the 40-yard line. Is the receiver for the Lions. That's Trayon Taylor. Taylor with the catch. Picks up the first down on a nice scamper. Boy, Tomlin had all sorts of time. Now three receivers out to the far side, two receivers to the near side. Tomlin out of the shotgun. Empty backfield. First and ten at the Anderson 39-yard line. Tomlin takes the snap, looks to the left, now looks over the middle. Heavy rush, he's going to scamper to get away from it, gets away from one tackler. Now he's going to throw the ball up the field. It's complete to Taylor, and then Taylor drops it at the 27. Boy, Taylor had all the field in front of him and just could not come away with the catch. Tomlin did an amazing job to just stay alive in the pocket enough to get Taylor open. 3.28 to go in this first half. 35-6 Lions. Now Murphy's going to come out of the ballgame. Devin Bradley checks in. Chase Pankey out wide to the left. Glein slot left. Michael Williamson back into the ballgame on the left side of Tomlin. Second down 10 from the Anderson 39. Devin Bradley is out wide to the right side, and Paul Miner tight end left actually lines up in that wing formation behind the right guard, Brad Murphy. Hands it off up the middle to Williamson. Williamson's going to take it down to the 37-yard line, a gain of two for him. Cole Tepe, boy, did he get a large ovation today from the crowd. He's going to be leaving. What an anchor he and Brad Murphy have been on that offensive line for the last three years. Third down. Hey, if you saw Tepe without his helmet, he's a great impersonator of the former Michigan center, Steve Everett, with the long, flowing hair. Third down, eight yards to go. Trips out to the near side for the Lions. Williamson to the left of Tomlin. Dropping back. Tomlin looks down the middle. He's going to throw it over the middle. Got Glines. Complete at the 21. Falls forward to the 20. First down for the Lions after a 17-yard catch by A.J. Glines. Glines may end up with 10 catches before this first half is over. He's got seven so far. Seven catches for 120 yards unofficially. 2.25 to go. First and 10 for the Lions at the 20 of Anderson. Williamson lines up right behind Tomlin. Ball in the near hash mark. Receivers out wide on both sides. Anderson showing blitz from the linebackers and here they come. Hand off to Williamson. Williamson is going to get hit at the 23 and dropped right there and a flag is thrown inside the line of scrimmage. 
It's probably going to be a hold against the Lions. There wasn't enough men up front to block the amount of players that were coming from Anderson. Or is it a chop block? They may call it a chop block against the Lions. It is a chop block. So it'll be a 15-yard penalty assessed against the Lions for the chop block back from the 20 to the 35-yard line. The penalty moves the ball back to the Anderson. And it'll bring up first down and 25 yards to go. Six seconds to go in the half at Franklin. Grizzly leads at 14-10. to Again, we'll go over the scenario after this play. Tomlin with receivers out wide on both sides. Williamson to the left. First and 10 from the 35. Anderson showing blitz again. Now they drop back. Tomlin going to throw it up the left side, and it is complete to Bradley. Bradley completed the 27-yard line, spun out of bounds as he ran backwards to the 30, knocked the official over, and they're going to spot him at the 30-yard line. That's a five-yard com- completion. Or Where are they going to put it? Yeah, right at the 30-yard line. And it'll bring up second down and 20. Good comeback route by Bradley. If Franklin loses this week and next week to Hanover and Lions win today, Lions go to the playoffs. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin sets up the screen. Complete to Glines. Glines at the 30. Cuts it to the left side to the 25 to the 23-yard line, maybe to the 22. He's got a gain of eight on that reception. And it'll bring up third down and 13 yards to go for a Lion first down at the Anderson 23-yard line. Clock continues to run. 50 seconds to go in this first half. Panky out wide left. Lions have got all three timeouts left, by the way. Three receivers out wide to the near side. 40 seconds to go on the game clock. Tomlin drops back on third and 13. Steps up into the pocket. Throws it complete. And that is complete to Trayon, to Chase Panky, excuse me, inside the 10 to the 7. That's a first down for the Lions. 32.6, Lions. Clock stops on the first down, and now Mount St. Joseph will use a timeout. 32.6 seconds to go when we come back. It's first and goal for the Lions from the Anderson 7. Your score. Lions 35, Anderson 6. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sunday's, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sunday's for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sunday's. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winston Road in Finneytown. Well, I'm not a prophet, but I told... Tyler Hopperton yesterday in our coaches meeting, Bluffton always has one good game in him a year. Bluffton just took the lead over Franklin 17-14 with two seconds to go in the first half. Boy, if they could come up with a win, another thing Tyler Hopperton said was, we're done practicing unless Franklin loses. Then we'll practice next week. So we'll see. I'd love to see the... Lions out practicing next week here at Schuler Field. That means they've got a shot at the playoffs in two weeks. 32.6 to go here in this one. Lions lead at 35-6 in the first half. 
Tomlin, hand off to Williamson, gets it to Glines on the reverse. Glines wants to throw it, rolls out, looking for Tomlin. He's going to throw it to Tomlin, complete it to four, sidesteps down to the three, to the two. Boy, they've pulled everything out of the playbook today. Glines with the completion to Tomlin, and it'll be out of bounds at the two with 29 point, or 21.9 seconds to go in this first half. <laughs> Glines has pretty much done it all except for sell popcorn, and that's coming up at halftime. Williamson with 21.9 to the left of Tomlin. Ball, second and goal from the two. Hand off to Williamson. Fake handoff. Now Tomlin, plenty of time. Looks into the end zone, throws into the end zone, and threw it away. Paul Miner was alone in the back end of the end zone, but Tomlin couldn't see him. There wasn't a passing lane to him anyway. And it'll bring up third and goal. 16 seconds to go. Here in the first half. Now you would think that the Lions, if they don't get it here, they bring in Porter for a field goal. Ball down at the two-yard line. It'd basically be an extra point. Tomlin. Looking things over, and I think the Lions are just going to take a timeout, and they will. 16 seconds to go. Lions will use their second timeout. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 35, Anderson 6. 169. Yes, 169. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Sweeney Jeep, Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, lease the all-new Cherokee Latitude for only 169 a month. Only at Jake Sweeney Jeep, Tri-County. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Dave Mitchell back at Schuler Field. The Mount leads it 35-6 to with 16 seconds to go. But they've got third down goal from just outside the two-yard line. Ohio State leading Nebraska. Three and a half to go in the third quarter, 23-21. Clemson beating up on Louisville, 56-3. Texas A&M. By 10 over Auburn, 24-14. Iowa State killing Kansas, 27-3. And Syracuse over Wake Forest, 35-24. Oh, and by the way, Bluffton is leading Franklin at halftime, 17-14. Lions come out of the timeout. They've got one left, up 35-6. Tomlin has got two receivers out wide on the left side. Paul Miner lines up tight end left. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Tomlin on third and goal from the two. Takes the snap. Looks into the corner. Rolls out. Throws it into Williamson. Williamson couldn't come up with it. Or he'd have had the touchdown. Tomlin got hit as he threw, and there's a flag down. I think they might be getting a roughing the passer penalty. Nope. The way it looks, Anderson is clapping their hands. And let's see what it is. It's going to be a personal foul tripping against the Lions. Somebody on the offensive line trips somebody. Now, here's the dilemma that Anderson has. If they accept this penalty, it gives the Lions another down. They're going to accept it. And it's going to mark it back from the 2 back to the 17, a 15-yard penalty. But it still keeps it at third down. 
So the Lions will get another offensive play, and it just gives their receivers more room to maneuver. Going for the touchdown. It's a lot harder to keep track of these Lions receivers from the 20-yard line out than it is from the 20-yard line in. Panky out wide left. Glein slot left. Bradley wide right. Tight end left is Paul Miner. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Tomlin takes the snap. Looks back. Heavy rush. He's going to be hit and dropped back at the 29-yard line. He got sacked by the outside linebacker, Elijah Smith, from Indianapolis. Timeout Lions. .9 seconds to go. And I think you're going to see Jerry Porter come in and attempt a long field goal. This would be... A great thing for Porter on senior day from Elder. Point, they're going to put two seconds on the clock now. So two seconds to go. 2.0 left to go in this first half. Lions lead it 35-6. to Jerry Porter, where is he? They're huddling. The Lions have used their final timeout. And let's see where Porter is. There he is. He comes out of the huddle. He was all the way in the back of the huddle. Porter, the ball will be spotted at the 28-yard line, and they'll mark him, put the tee down at the 35. This is going to be a 45-yard attempt, which would equal his long of the year. Porter with the ball on the near hash mark, wind cutting that direction. Looks up to the goal post. This will be the final play of the half. Good snap. Porter, it's, gone. it's long enough. Is it going to stay between the posts? No good. Wide left. So Porter just curved it at the last second, and it went outside the right upright, and that'll do it here at the end of the first half of action from Schuler Field. But everything's going the way of the Lions, both on the field and off. Your score at the half. It's now Mount St. Joseph 35, Anderson 6. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, three scores you need to know before we head into our halftime festivities. Right now, the Mount leading Anderson here at Schuler Field, 35-6. to At Franklin, Bluffton is leading the Grizzly, 17-14. That's at the half. And in the fourth quarter of play, Ohio State by two over Nebraska, 23-21. to We're going to talk about men's college basketball and the Heartland Conference. Also have previews for tonight's ball games between Texas 
Tech and Oklahoma, along with Alabama LSU. We'll do all that when we come back after these timeouts. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. And Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. I learned a lot of valuable lessons playing college football. I never thought about the health benefits of exercise until I actually started to talk to coaches in college. It's not only just for performance, it's for life. My coaches instilled the importance of well-being, not only building up strength, mental health, getting enough sleep, eating properly, it's all what it is to be healthy. I decided that I want to go into personal trainer and share my knowledge that I obtained in college about physical and mental well-being. Welcome back to Schuler Field this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell with today's Mount St. Joseph final game of the regular season, taking on the Anderson Ravens. But college basketball is getting set to get underway in just a couple of weeks. Matter of fact, on November 12th, just a week from this Monday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions basketball team under head coach Toby Kerrigan will be taking on Wilmington. And that will be up in Wilmington coming up on that Monday night. You can hear all of the action of men's basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com beginning on that Monday night at 6.30 with the pregame show. And we'll have the tip-off for you at 7 o'clock. But the Heartland Conference voted on who they expected to be the number one team in the league. And that is going to be the Rose-Holman Institute of Technology. They were voted as the front runner in the Heartland Conference basketball championship race. The Fighting Engineers received seven first-place votes in the college preseason poll. They garnered 96 points overall in the poll. Transylvania received 86 points and one first-place vote to follow behind Rose Hallman. Hanover College has been forecasted as the third-place team by receiving 80 points in the final two first-place votes in the poll. Anderson's 62 points placed the Ravens fourth, and then came Mount St. Joseph University at 61 points in the fifth position. Coming up after Mount St. Joseph, Franklin College, Bluffton University, Earlham College, Defiance College, and Manchester University round out the poll. Rose Holman is going to be looking to capture its second straight Heartland Conference Championship this winter. They posted a 17-10 and overall record a year ago, and they were 14-4 and in the conference. Rose Holman was defeated by Hanover with a score of 80 to 70 in the tournament championship game last season. The Fighting Engineers return a pair of all conference players from last year's team. Of course, one of them being Craig McGee from Roger Bacon High School. He's the reigning freshman of the year. He averaged 14.1 points per ball game and 15 or 5.8 assists per game and 5.3 rebounds per contest last season as a freshman. Senior forward Charlie Amon averaged 12.4 points a game and 3.5 rebounds a contest as a junior to earn all-conference honors also. The Transylvania men's basketball team is looking to challenge Rose Holman in the race to the top of the conference standings this winter after finishing fourth a year ago. They finished up 17-9, and 12-6 in the Heartland Conference, and they're returning two honorable mention all-conference players from last year's team, Cooper Theobald and junior guard Gabe Schmidt. Of course, the team that lost the most was the Lions, and Toby Kerrigan 
has basically got to rebuild his team, but it's going to be an interesting one as the team is going to return a lot of good players that got good playing time a year ago, including Jake Cropper, who will probably move into the starting lineup from the bench. Liam Rabe, also another starting guard. He's a senior. Mitch Moorhead will come in. Uh, he'll be a forward this year. And Sean Sullivan will get the opportunity to come in. Those are the four returning seniors that the Lions have on their team that look to have some playing time this season. Don't forget, coming up, as we said, November 12th at Wilmington. That'll be the first game of the year for the Lions as they take on Wilmington. 6.30 with the pregame show here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. i have all the play-by-play for you beginning at 7 o'clock a week from Monday night. In top 25 college football action today, boy, is there a biggie tonight. Number one, Alabama is taking on number three, LSU, in the bayou. That should be a good one. It'll be televised on CBS this evening at 8 o'clock. And to get a preview of tonight's ball game, let's go down south and talk to Lauren Sisler and Brody Miller. Alabama traveling to Baton Rouge to take on the Tigers in Death Valley in a primetime matchup. Brody Miller joins us now from NOLA.com to talk a little bit more about this matchup. SEC West implications on the line. The playoff is on the line. What is the hype right now surrounding this matchup uh, in Baton Rouge? Well, I, I think we can tell how big this game is just based on the billboard wars going on. And just I think if you go on anyone's Twitter threads, you can see how big this game is in this in this state. I mean, it is. Um, it, I mean, it's just there's so many layers to why this game matters so much. You know, you factor in the fact that you know LSU hasn't been the LSU we know for a few years now, and then you factor in just the fact that. This team was projected to win six or seven or maybe eight games this season. Suddenly they're seven and one. They beat five teams ranked in the top 25 at the time. So, so much of this game and why it matters so much is just the legitimacy it's possibly creating. If you win this game, suddenly LSU is back and it's arguably already back. But no, this state is, it's losing its mind down here a little bit. Now coming into the season, there was a lot of doubt surrounding LSU's head coach Ed Ogeron and now he's up for potentially coach of the year. So, Given that LSU has had a strong start this season, how much has the perception of Ed O as LSU's head coach changed throughout the season? Yeah, I believe the last time we talked before the Auburn game, we were talking about, you know, how he still was kind of on the hot seat and that, you know, he had still had some stuff to prove despite a win against Miami. Now you look back and it's it's almost, you know, not comical because it was understandable at the time, but it is kind of comical looking back at just how different the perception of Ed Ogeron and this whole program was, you know, five or six weeks ago. Suddenly you have all these massive wins and, and the way you're doing it and, and you're changing, you know, Nick Saban has talked at length about how this offense is already so different than the LSU offense he's used to facing and you know you're just seeing the changes that Edojan promised are already starting to happen and then you have a great recruiting class coming in with a few big names possibly still on the way just everything right now seems to be going Edojan's way and and this state already kind of loved him just for him and now you're adding results to that I mean the the perception around Edojan is pretty optimistic right now. Okay, and this is certainly set up to be one of the more interesting matchups of the year. You have Alabama, their powerful offense, and then you have LSU, one of the best defenses in the country. When you look at the key matchups in this in this football game, what really gives LSU the best chance at upsetting Alabama, maybe giving them a different look than what they've seen all season long? Well, I'm sure you're probably sick of people saying that no one knows how anyone's going to stop two in this offense, but at the same time, I mean, LSU, yes, you have a secondary in LSU. That is the first one that probably can can really compete with this Alabama offense. It is, you know, definitely in the conversation for arguably the best secondary in the country. You know, you have two Jim Thorpe Award semifinalists and Grant Delpit and, and Greedy Williams and Christian Fulton's no slash himself in their cornerback spot. 
that secondary can absolutely compete with this Alabama defense. If not, maybe even have a slight advantage. I don't know if I want to go that far, but it's, it's a conversation. The hard part is affecting Tua in the pocket, which that's LSU's biggest weakness by a pretty wide margin on defense is their pass rush. They, they really struggle with just a true four-man rush, so their only real success in the pass rush comes when they start with some creative stunts and whatnot. And then if you do that against Alabama, then you're, you're risking Tua having openings in the secondary. So it's just, it's a really tricky thing for them. I mean, the way you're going to win that game is the secondary. There's no doubt about it. And also trying to shut down the run. But, but if they want any chance of really winning this game, they need to figure out that second, that, that pass rush. And, and Ed Ogeron said he's seen progress in that pass rush the last few weeks and it's, it's getting better, but they're going to need to be much better than they've been if they want to stop Alabama. So not only should that be a good one tonight at 8 o'clock, but there's another one on ABC that will be as equally tough, and that has got Oklahoma taking on Texas Tech, a couple of high-shooting offenses taking on each other in top 25 college football. Pete Mundo will preview that ball game for us. Texas Tech on the road against Oklahoma State. It's the big fall opener for both these teams. And very intriguing. First off, calling for rain in Stillwater on Saturday. Last I saw, so that affects two teams that, of course, want to sling the ball around uh, quite a bit on Saturday. No doubt about that. But you look at Oklahoma State's performance last week against Boise State. And not only was it a complete team performance, but the defense just blew me away. What Jim Knowles, the new defensive coordinator, had saved with guys like Jordan Brailford and what he did with that front seven was beyond impressive. He is attacking defenses in a way that traditionally Big 12 defenses don't in their bend but don't break fashion. He's going after you. And he's going to go after a true freshman quarterback this week in Alan Bowman, who, yes, looked great against Houston and was good against Lamar, but that's Lamar and Houston's a good team. But outside of Ed Oliver, that defense is uh, not all that special. So this is going to be a tough road environment. Weather could be a factor. He's a true freshman. Don't forget that. This guy was playing high school football in Texas last year. I believe a grapevine high. What he is going to see on Saturday is totally different than anything he's ever seen before. And no doubt Cliff Kingsbury is going to drop a good offensive plan, but it's not going to be enough because the other reason Oklahoma State's got great weapons at wide receiver, the best that Texas Tech has seen since they had 48 hung on them by uh, Old Miss in week one. So uh, this defense is going to struggle. Taylor Cornelius has proven to be a very good Big 12 quarterback. His accuracy and and uh, ball efficiency has gotten better each and every week through his first three weeks of action. So there's a lot of reason to like what this Oklahoma State program has going. Home, Big 12 opener, taking on a true freshman quarterback in a spotty defense. Give me the Cowboys a final of 45-28. to 28. So as we said, two top 25 action tonight, and that has... Alabama playing LSU and Oklahoma will be taking on Texas Tech both at 8 o'clock tonight. And you can watch them both on CBS and ABC. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to take a look at the stat story of this afternoon's ballgame. Final game of the regular season for the Mount St. Joseph Lions as they are entertaining Anderson. And we'll be back with more from Schuler Field right after this timeout. What do you wish for? A nice life, nice things, or do you wish for something more, a sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure 
to write code that cracks an unsolvable question, to further our exploration into space, or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth. Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realized them. Life is not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. Dave Mitchell back at Schuler Field. Uh, the score here at halftime. Right now, Mount St. Joseph 35 and Anderson 6. While we got this opportunity, let's take a look at some of the other scores around top 25 college football. Clemson is running it up on Louisville this afternoon. There's no doubt about it. Dabo Sweeney's crew right now leads Louisville 70 to 16, and that's with 11:42 to go in the ball game. Texas A&M beating Auburn 24 to 20. That's with 5:14 to go in the contest. With again 5:15 to go in the game. Iowa State over Kansas, 27-3. Syracuse, two touchdowns up on Wake Forest with 11.5 left to go, 38-24. Ohio State has extended their lead out to nine. It's 30-21 over Nebraska with 13.5 left to go in the ballgame. Now coming up later on this afternoon, Iowa is playing at Purdue. West Virginia goes to Texas. Florida State will be at North Carolina State. And those are the games that are happening this afternoon. Of course, tonight, LSU will be hosting number one Alabama. And Texas Tech will be entertaining Oklahoma. Another score that we want to bring you up to date on out of the Heartland Conference has Bluffton at halftime. Now 14 just begun the second half of that ball game at Franklin. And the Beavers are winning it by a score of 17 to 14. And there's... No reason to go over the <laughs> importance of that ball game uh, going on in Franklin. If the Grizzlies lose this week and next week and the Lions win today, the Lions go to the NCAA playoffs. We're about three minutes away from the kickoff of the second half, 35-6. to The Lions on top of it. We'll take a look at some individual stats after this. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by Effin' Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. The Mount St. Joseph University, JTAP Sports Bar, Jake Sweeney Auto, and La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. Middle and high schools are now requiring service learning hours. The number of high school students who volunteer nearly doubled the number of college students. In 2004, the percent of college students who volunteer peaked at 31.2%. By 2010, that rate dropped to 26.1%. Once students get to college, many feel like they have too many other obligations and not enough time to volunteer. But these students are missing out on an enriching experience. 
As a volunteer, you will step out of your comfort zone working in teams with people of all ages and different backgrounds. You will have the chance to increase your social and relationship skills. You will be able to apply what you learned in the classroom to the real world. You will acquire skills that will help build your resume and make you a more competitive job applicant. And best of all, volunteering will create a positive change in your community and make you feel good. So try to balance your time and find a few hours where you can volunteer with one of the many amazing organizations in your community. There is a volunteering opportunity out there for everyone and many resources you can use to find what will best fit you. Well, right now, Chayton Tomlin in the ball game. He has led this team out to a 35-6 lead at halftime. Tomlin, 14 of 19, passing 234 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. A.J. Glines has even completed a pass. That went to Tomlin for five yards. Michael Williamson, 10 of 42 in the contest, 42 yards rushing, one touchdown. A.J. Glines, eight catches in that first half, 137 yards and catches, two touchdowns. Chase Pankey, two catches, 65 yards and a TD. Trayon Taylor, Justin Tunstall, Chayton Tomlin, Devin Bradley, and Michael Williamson have each caught a pass here this afternoon. 35-6, Lions on top of it here at the half. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? La Rosa's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Well, we'll be keeping a close eye on that Bluffton-Franklin game. And right now, Franklin is behind on the scoreboard. 17-14 to the Bluffton Beavers. But Franklin has just gotten the football back with 13-38 left to go in that third quarter of action. They have just begun the second half of play. In the regional tournament going on, the regional championship, high school girls volleyball, Roger Bacon lost the second game to Fenwick 25-20, so that's tied up at 1-1. And in case you missed it, the Mount St. Joseph women's soccer team won this afternoon, or I should say this morning, at Hanover, 3 to nothing. So they win the Heartland Conference Championship Tournament and the, uh, become the automatic qualifier into the NCAA Tournament. Time and place not yet has been determined, but as soon as that happens, you can find it on the Mount St. Joseph website. I'm Dave Mitchell, 35-6. to six. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. They won the opening coin toss and deferred to the second half. So Anderson will be kicking it off to begin the second half of play, and Tristan Robinson is the kicker. He's from Brownstone, Indiana, 5'9", 155 pounds, and he is exactly what you would think of a kicker would look like. He's going to drop back. Lions will be going from left to right. Across your computer screen to start this third quarter in the final regular season matchup. And hopefully we'll be doing at least one more of these before the year is out. Robison kicks it off. It's a short one that will be taken in 
by Tyler Hanna. Hanna at the 26, cuts it to the near side, to the 30, 35-40, and it will be brought down right there at the 40-yard line. Nice return by Hanna. He's all fired up, and so are the Lions as they take control of the football to start this second half of action. Up 35-6 to in the contest. Boy, they came right out and smacked Anderson in the mouth immediately and then let up. And that's what you've got to do against a team that you should put away. you got to put them away early, and the Lions pretty much have done that. Handoff goes to Williamson around the right side to the 45-yard line. He's going to be upended at the 46. Gain of six yards on the carry for Michael Williamson. I'd love to see him go for 100 yards today and Jerry Porter get another opportunity of field goal. 14.35 remaining in this third quarter. After a gain of six, it's second and four. Tomlin with Williamson to the right of it. Tight end right is Paul Miner. They've got trips out to the far side. No receivers on the right side. Trips out to the far side with the ball on the near hash mark to us. Tomlin takes the snap, pitches it out to Williamson around the right side behind Miner and Tepe, and he's going to pick up another five out to the 50, and it's a first down for the Lions. So the Lions come in. They just want to run the clock. They want to make sure that they can run the football, and that's what they're doing here. Dayton Hunt into the ball game. He's getting some playing time here in the second half. Hunt, a freshman, 6'1", 200 pounds. Into the contest, first and ten from midfield for the Lions. 13.45 remaining in this third quarter. Tomlin looks over the defense, trips to the far side. Hand off to Williamson right up the middle. He's going to sidestep a couple of tacklers and then get hit at the 47. They'll say his forward progress took him to the 46. And he'll be stopped right there. Four-yard gain for Williamson. He's close to that 100-yard mark. Williamson in the first half of action had picked up well, wrong screen we'll check it here in a second it picked up 42 yards on 10 carries but he's got about 20 yards here in the second half right now dropping back Tomlin he's going to throw it out the glines all alone at the 46 and he'll be dropped right there couldn't get his footing after he caught the pass and Anderson Caught up with him quickly. No gain. Third down, six yards to go for the Lions. Williamson now 12 carries, 52 yards in the ball game. Third down, six yards to go for a Lion first down. Ball in the far hash mark. Trips out to the near side. Williamson to the left of Tomlin, and Tomlin takes the snap. He's going to set up the screen to Williamson, and Williamson is going to get hit at the 49 and drop. Boy, Drew Wilson just blew that play up at the very beginning. Loss of two on the play, and it's fourth down for the Lions, and Anderson on the first possession of the second half has forced the Lions to punt the football away. First punt of the ball game for Jerry Porter. Porter... Came in 36 points, averaging 38 yards a kick. Dropping back set to return is Barnett for Anderson. He's back at about his own 10-yard line. Porter gets a high spiral to Barnett's going to let hit inside the 10. It's going to spin and just caught the inside pylon of the end zone and goes through the end zone for a touchback. 
So a 48-yard punt for Jerry Porter, but can't get a break and pin them down inside their own five, so Anderson gets it at their own 20 to start their first drive of the second half with 11.45 to go in the third quarter. Lions lead at 35-6. to And like I said, we're going to keep a very close eye on that Bluffton Franklin game, and right now with 11-12 to go, it's still a bluffed in three-point lead. McGuire back in a quarterback. He led the only touchdown drive of the game for Anderson. He's in a quarterback, takes the snap, looks to his right. He's going to throw it on the run, complete on the play to Crow. Crow caught the ball right at the line of scrimmage and maybe picked up a yard before he was drilled by Tyler Hanna. And I'll tell you one thing, Hanna's playing hurt right now. He popped Crow in the corner of the end zone late in the first half on the touchdown catch. Came up, looked like he had done something to his lower back, and he still is out there hobbling on that left leg after popping him again. Lions show blitz. There they come, and McGuire is going to throw it over the head of Ovale and incomplete. Brings up second down, nine yards to go. Boy, if Anderson sees... Hannah out there like I'm seeing him, and they, you got to believe that they are because he's right in front of the Anderson bench. They're going to want to go right at him. They've got Tennant out wide to that side, and he's their leading receiver. McGuire with Ovalley to the right of it. Out of the pistol. Drops straight back. He's looking that direction. Now looks to the left. He's got a lot of room. He's going to tuck it under across the 20 to the 25 to the 30 and picks up the first down after a gain of 10 out to the 31-yard line and a first down by McGuire. He's not the most athletic quarterback they've got, but, boy, I'll tell you one thing. He's elusive. He's one of those quarterbacks that just manages to move the sticks. Doesn't look impressive doing it, but gets the job done. First and ten from the 31 of Anderson. Takes the snap. McGuire hands it off to Ovalier. And Ovalier is going to get it out across the 31 to the 34-yard line. A gain of three. He got hit initially, but then spun off one tackle and picked up another couple yards out to the 34. Second down, seven yards to go. Coming out to the near side is Lichtenfeld. Boy, we were wondering how to pronounce that name earlier. We all decided to go with Luchtefeld. Dropping back McGuire. Looks to the right. Now gets caught, and he's going to throw the football away. Boy, he was still in the tackle box. The flag has been thrown. And let's see what the flag is. It could be a hold against Anderson. But you almost have to wonder if that was an intentional grounding. And it is a hold against Anderson. And that's going to be called against Alfonso Blackwell. So the hold will mark it back to the 24-yard line. That'll make it second down, 17 yards to go. 10:04 remaining in the third quarter. Trips in a diamond formation out to the right-hand side. McGuire went up under center, now backs into the pistol with Avale to the left of it. McGuire drops back, looks out to the right, and it is complete at the 26-yard line and falling down immediately after making the catch is Edwards. 
Edwards picks up about a yard on that catch just because his feet slipped out from underneath it. And it brings up third down, 15 yards to go. Nine and a half remaining in the third. 35-6. Lions on top of it. Barnett comes out wide to the left-hand side. Edwards, slot left. And going out is Talent to the right side. And McGuire is looking Talent's way, and Talent cut the route off short. McGuire threw it long, incomplete. So, that will make it fourth down and 15 yards to go. And punting time now for Anderson. Coming in is Chase Fisher. Fisher will punt the football away with 9-11 to go in this third quarter. Troy Speakman already with an interception return for a touchdown today. Drops back at his 40. High snap, and Fisher brings it down. Gets a low line drive, returnable kick. Speakman takes it in at his 35. Cuts it to the middle to the 40. 45-50 to the far side, and he's going to be upended in Anderson territory at the 43-yard line. Boy, what a run back by Speakman, and if he'd have broke that tackle, he was gone. 8.59 to go in this third quarter. Your score now, it is Mount St. Joseph 35, Anderson 6. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. 8.52. Lions were penalized for a block in the back on that run back, so they take it over first and 10 at their own 31. Score update coming after this. Flag on the play. Free play. Throw out to Williamson on the right side, and he's going to take it at the 30 out to the 33-yard line. There's no flag on the play. Boy, the left defensive end for Anderson really jumped the count. He was two yards deep in the backfield before the snap was ever made, but no flag. So it's three yards on the pass completion. Franklin has regained the lead over Bluffton, 7.20 to go in the third quarter, 21-17. to So the Grizz back out on top of it. Tomlin has got Williamson to the left of him on... Second down and seven. He's going to throw it out to the right side. Complete on the play to Cooper Earls. Earls takes it across the 35 out to the 38-yard line. That's going to be about two yards shy of a first down from where they spot it. Now they're going to put it right at the 40-yard line, so they're closer than I thought. Third down, about a half a yard to go for a first down. Need to get just outside the 41-yard line. Tomlin. Looks things over. Some Boy, Anderson's defense doing a lot up front. Hand off to Williamson right up the middle, and he's going to pick up the first down out to the 43. Gain of four and a first down for the Lions. Anderson's defense, they had nobody down in a set position. Just everybody was meandering around trying to figure out where to go, and that's when Tomlin took the snap. 7.14 to go in this third quarter. Fast-moving third quarter. Receivers out wide on both sides. Williamson right behind Tomlin. Out of the pistol. 
on first and 10 from the 43. Tomlin takes the snap from Cole Tepe. Handoff goes to Williamson right up the middle, breaks it across the 45 to the 50, down to the 45-yard line, and inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line of Anderson. 13 yards on the carry for Michael Williamson and a first down for the Lions. Nice run right up the middle. Boy, Williamson, he doesn't waste any time. Once he sees a hole, he just bursts right through it. 6.35 remaining in this third quarter. 35-6 Lions, first and 10 from the Anderson 43, and the umpire's going to throw a flag. And it is a legal procedure. False start called against the Lions. Normally when you see that, the center did something. And this time... It was Alfred Allen. Allen was the one during the Senior Day celebration that made the comment his favorite memory when the Lions finished 8-2 and two after winning today. That was his favorite memory. This was before the game, while Anderson was warming up on the field. Tomlin drops straight back on first and 15, flips it out to Earls, and Earls lost the handle, and it was almost intercepted. Earls let it go right through his hands. It was almost intercepted by Dakota Fryer. Brings up second down, 15 yards to go for a first down for the Lions. We told you Franklin back out in front. And in that Ohio State game, Ohio State leading Nebraska 30-24 to with 7.45 left to go in the ball game. In that Clemson game, Clemson now leads it 77-16. to Second down, 15, Tomlin handoff to Williamson up the middle. He's going to be hit behind the line, but struggles forward, picks up a couple of more, put his hand down, and tried to grab another yard down to the 46-yard line. It's going to be a three-yard gain for Williamson, and it will be third and 13. 6.27 to go in the third quarter at Franklin. It's now a 21-17 Grizzly lead. Over Bluffton. 5.45 to go here. Lions with this one easily in hand. 35-6. to Third down. 13 yards to go. And Lions movement on the left side of the line. Isaiah Trimble just backpedaled just about a half a step before the snap. Hey, men's basketball action hits the airwaves of Ultimate Sports Talk. That's coming up a week from Monday night, November 12th at Wilmington. Join us for the pregame show at 6.30 and the tip-off of the opening game at 7 o'clock as the Lions try this year to defend their Heartland Conference Championship. Third down, 17 yards to go for a Lion first down. 5.38 left to go in the third. Tomlin drops back. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. Got Glines at the 30. He's got the first down to the 29. 19-yard reception to A.J. Glines, who's playing outstanding in his last game here at the Mount. First down, 10 yards to go for the Lions at the Anderson 28-yard line. 5.20 remaining to go in this third quarter. Five fifteen to go. Steve Radcliffe just walking by, saying hello. I love sitting outside here. This, this is a great venue here. Instead of being inside the press box, they've got the open wings, and I just set up out here 
done it all year, and the weather has been fantastic to do it in. Williamson to the right side. Now cuts to the left side, and he's going to be hit at the line and dropped. Boy, when he cut to the left side, he kind of lost his balance, took about four or five steps to regain his balance. By that time, Anderson was able to catch up with him and drop him for no gain. So the ball's still at the 28-yard line, 440 left to go in the third quarter. Thanks to Dr. Williams and Steve Radcliffe for allowing us to broadcast these games over the last couple of years. It's been a lot of fun watching this team just move up and down the field all season long. Tomlin drops straight back on second and ten. Heavy rush. He's going to be hit behind the line. Now he's got a caravan to the 30, and he's going to be dropped right at the 30. Brought down by Drew Wilson. Wilson catches Tomlin for a two-yard loss. 35-6 to your score. Four minutes left to go in it. Tomlin. Looks over to the sideline for the play call. On third down and 12 yards to go. Ball resting at the 30-yard line of Anderson. With 3.45 left to go in the third and running. Tomlin using a lot of time. Play clock down to five. Now drops back out of the shotgun. Steps up into the pocket. Looks downfield. Directing traffic. Throws it into the end zone. He's got Earls and it is knocked down. Couldn't get enough air underneath it, and knocking it down was Charles Keith. He had Earls open in the end zone, but Tomlin was on the run and couldn't get enough umph on the football to get it upfield. And it brings up fourth down 13, and they're going to bring in Jerry Porter to attempt the field goal. This one's going to be a long one, folks. They're going to spot it at the 38-yard line. This is going to be a 48-yard attempt. Now, he had enough leg on the 45-yarder earlier at the end of the half to make it by plenty, but he was wide left, so he's going to try this one again from the far hash mark. Good snap. Ball is down. Kick is up. It's got enough leg, and it is good! 324, and a flag is down. They may have rough Porter. There's a flag down. 48-yard field goal was good. Makes it 38-6, to but let's see what the flag is. And Anderson walks away like it's against them. Now the officials are going to come over, and, boy, you know the old rule, never take points off the scoreboard. It is against Anderson, but it's got to be a 15-yarder for it to give the Lions a first down. But let's see what the play is. And they're talking with Tyler Hopperton as to whether or not they want to take this penalty or just accept the field goal. Now they're going over to Porter and saying it's a five-yarder. Let's just are they going to accept it or not? Now I think they are going to accept the penalty and it's going to take the field goal off the board. Let's see. What is it? It was roughing the kicker. It's going to be a first down for the Lions, a 15-yarder, and they are going to take the points off the board. They'll accept the penalty, and that's going to mark it from the 31. Should take it down to about the 16. So the 48-yarder by Porter was good by plenty, but... The Lions will take the points off the board, take it down to the 16th. First and 10 for the Lions. 
So the score remains 35-6. to Lions on top of it. And let's see if this can come to fruition for the Lions here. First and 10 from the 16-yard line. Hand off to Williamson. Williamson cuts it up the middle. Now out to the left-hand side. Inside the 15. Down to the 14. Gain of two for Michael Williamson. Boy, they have relied on Williamson here in the second half of play. 16 carries, 73 yards. 3.04 remaining to go in the third quarter. Receivers out wide on both sides for the Lions. 2.55 and running left to go in the third. Tomlin now looks to the sideline, wants to audibleize. Play clock down to 10, and he does. Williamson to the left of him. They're going to throw it out into the flat, complete to Panky. Panky is going to dive forward to the 12-yard line, and the back judge is going to come in and say Panky never had control of the football, so it's incomplete. And it will bring up third down, eight yards to go. Now Paul Miner will come in, and Nick Murphy will leave. 2.39 remaining. Earls is out wide right. Glines slot right. Panky tying his shoe is out wide left. Now he gets that done and he's back in formation. Paul Miner is going to be tied in left. Miner still doesn't think he's got the play. Now he looks back at Tomlin, gets it. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Tomlin on third and eight. Low snap, fake handoff. Rolls out to the right. Tomlin looking into the end zone. Cuts it to the near side. Throws the ball up the field to Earls. Bounced in front of him incomplete. So that'll bring up fourth down eight. And Jerry Porter is going to come in and do it all over again. He hit the 48-yarder but was roughed. Gave the Lions a first down. Now, with the ball at the 15-yard line, they'll spot this one at the 21. And it will be a 31-yard attempt for Jerry Porter. Ball in the far hash mark. Lions leading it by 29. Anderson looks like they're coming after it, and they do, and Porter puts it up and drills it right through the upright. So he hit it from 48 and now hits it from 31. 2.27 to go in the third. Your score is now the Lions 38, Anderson 6. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. People just love the quality from effing good chicken tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road in Cincinnati. They use fresh chicken, and it's always hand-breaded with homemade sauces daily. And order the coleslaw. You won't regret it. Ordering out is easy at effing good chicken tenders. Order dinner on Facebook right now or call 451-3000. At effing good chicken tenders, order up a combo, feed the family, or your sudden drop-in guests. Effing good chicken tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order at 451-3000. Effing good chicken tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. And Jerry Porter will kick this one off after he kicked a 31-yard field goal, and he kicks this one eight yards deep in the end zone. So Anderson will take it over, first and ten from their own 20-yard line. 2.27 to go. 
in this third quarter of play. Lions lead it. 38 to 6. Excuse me, they'll mark it at the 25. Barnett's going to come out wide to the left-hand side. Talent goes out wide to the right side. Quarterback now is Hubble. Hubble started the game. Now he's back in a quarterback. Hubble with the right of him. And the handoff goes to Lipscomb. And Lipscomb's going to be hit at the 21 and dropped. Coming up was Julius Fisher and Sean Sullivan. 2.10 to go. Three-yard loss on the play, second and 13. Hubble. They just have never decided this year on which quarterback to go to. It looks like it's basically been just a gut feeling by their first-year head coach, Steve Rock, as to which one to go to and what particular point of the football game. Hubble now getting his deal. He's got Lipscomb to the right of him out of the pistol. Trips to the far side line showing blitz. Now they're dropping back. Rolling out to the right is Hubble. Hubble's got a lot of room. And he's going to slide down and be dropped at the 22-yard line. Right about at the line of scrimmage for no gain. And it will bring up third down and 13 yards to go. Ohio State extending their lead on Nebraska now with four minutes to go in the game. 36-24. Clemson, final over Louisville, 77 to 16. Receivers out wide on both sides with a minute left to go in the third quarter. Hubble, he pulled his hands back, flags down. It's going to be a free play as the Lions jumped. He's going to throw it deep up the field, and Hannah's just going to let it go out of bounds over the top of his head. But there's going to be people down. Now, Corey Harden is down at about the 22-yard line. Now he's up on his haunches, and but still down on the ground. Lions jumped offside, so that was a free play. And it will bring up third down and about eight yards to go for a first down for the Anderson Ravens. While we got an opportunity, we're going to take a timeout here. 56.3 seconds to go in the third. Your score. Now, Mount St. Joseph, 38, Anderson, 6. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sunday's, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game, starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sunday's for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sunday's. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winston Road in Finneytown. Uh, Corey Harden got up and walked off under his own power. That's good. And Anderson, after that penalty against the Lions, they have the football at their own 27-yard line, and it'll be third down and eight, so they'll redo third down here. They've got receivers out wide on both sides. Trips to the near side. And a tight end, Luchtenfeld, to the right side. Lipscomb is to the left of Hubble. Hubble drops back, looks to the left. He's going to throw it out to the left, and it is complete on the play for a first down out to Barnett. Barnett's got it at the 39-yard line and a first down for Anderson. Boy, you can see glimpses of this Ravens team and the potential that they have, but they have just not been able to put it together 
for long periods of time throughout the entire season. Ball at the 39-yard line, first and 10. McGuire, same formation. Receivers out wide to the far side this time with the ball in the air hash mark. Hands it off to Lipscomb. Lipscomb is going to be hit at the 39, the line of scrimmage, but fall backwards to the 40. Picked up a yard on the play. Brings up second down, nine yards to go. 6.27 to go in the third quarter of action at Franklin. And the Grizzlies still lead it 21-17 over Bluffton. And the end of the third quarter is fast approaching here at Schuler Field. And there it is. The end of three here at Schuler Field. Your score, one quarter to go in the regular season. Mount St. Joseph, 38. And Anderson, 6. 169. Yes, 169. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Sweeney Jeep, Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, lease the all-new Cherokee Latitude for only 169 a month. Only at Jake Sweeney Jeep, Tri-County. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, as we enter the fourth quarter here, the Lions lead at 38-6. to And in Franklin... Bluffton has just taken the lead with seven seconds to go in the third. It's now 24-21 Bluffton as we enter the fourth. Second down, nine yards to go for Anderson going from left to right. Dropping back Hubble. Hubble gets away from a tackler. Now runs it across the 45 out to the 48-yard line. Now we've got a skirmish going on between Troy Speakman and Tenant Talent going on out of the right side. It was an eight-yard gain by the quarterback, Hubble, out to the 48-yard line, but there was a skirmish going on between Speakman and Talent, which was about 30 yards away from the play. And Talent, Speakman had a hold of Talent. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct against Speakman. Now, i got to be honest with you, whatever Speakman did, if he deserved it, okay, but Talent... Tried to drop kick him in the no-no land. And Talent got nothing. And it was right in front of the official, too. So I don't know why in the world. Speakman, okay. Talent, why no flag? Ball taken down to the 38-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. First and ten for the Ravens. They've got Hubble. At quarterback, he drops back, throws it out the left-hand side, complete to Barnett, and he's dropped immediately on the play by Noah Abel at the 40. Boy, has he played well since he came in for Gavin Robertson. He has just been outstanding at that linebacker position. Loss of two, second and 12. Ball at the 40-yard line. Hubble at 14 minutes to go in the ballgame. He's going to take a short snap off the ground. Backs up. Throws it out to the left-hand side. Complete on the play to Talon. Talon has got it at the 36-yard line. That'll be a gain of four. 
but it's still shy eight yards of the first down. Third down eight at the Lions' 36-yard line. Well, we got to keep a close eye on that Bluffton-Franklin game. You got a bunch of Beaver fans in the stands here this afternoon, right now. Third down, eight yards to go. Hubble will take the snap. Looks to his left. Heavy rush. Going to throw it up the left-hand side, and it is over the head of his intended receiver, Crow. So it went right over the intended receiver's hands, and it is incomplete. Fourth down, eight yards to go, and Steve Rock says, we have nothing to lose. Let's go for it. From the 36 of Mount St. Joseph. Again, Hubble at the line of scrimmage on fourth and eight from the Lions 36. Looking things over on the defense. He's going to take the snap. Drop back. Heavy rush. He's going to throw it out the left-hand side to Talon. Incomplete. He had it in his hands, was hit by Hannah, and dropped it. So the Lions will take over on downs. 13-15 to go in the ballgame. Your score. Mount St. Joseph 38, Anderson 6. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 13-15 left to go. Tomlin, fake handoff, throws it out the left-hand side, complete the glines at the 40, cuts it to the middle, across the 45, out to the 46-yard line. Gain of 10 and another first down for the Lions. Glines in his final game, what a game he's playing. A.J., 11 catches today for 171 yards. And he's got two TDs. First and 10 for Mount St. Joseph at their own 47-yard line. Williamson to the left of Tomlin. Receivers out wide on both sides. Fake handoff. Tomlin throws it out to the right side, and it is incomplete. Devin Bradley looked like he had his hands underneath it, but the official wouldn't give him the benefit of the doubt. Bradley trying to make a diving catch, couldn't come up with it, incomplete, second and ten. Tomlin, 20 of 27 in the ballgame, and he's got one year left. 268 yards, three TDs, and interception. Michael Williamson, 16 carries today, 71 yards, four and a half yard per carry average. He's got another season. Lions have got some great kids coming up on that offensive line. Anderson. Showing blitz. Here they come. Tomlin throws it out into the flat. Left side complete to Williamson to the 50-45-40. Flag thrown in the middle of the scrum. Williamson is knocked out of bounds at the 36-yard line. And we may have either a hole or a block in the back. Anderson is signaling that it's against the Lions. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You're down by 32 points in the ball game, And I guess the only thing you've got to celebrate for some of these kids on Anderson is a penalty against the Lions. One of their defensive linemen, Aon Jones. Boy, he is absolutely going berserk out there that the Lions were hit with a hold. So they'll mark the penalty back. Cole Tepe ran into the official trying to 
put the football down at the 42 in Lion territory. Second down, 16 yards to go for the Lions. Now they go with an empty backfield out of the shotgun. Trips out wide on both sides. Trips out far to the right. Duo receivers to the left. Tomlin looks to the left. He's going to throw it to the left-hand side. Complete the panky at the 45. And he got hit, and they're going to say it was incomplete. Panky looked like he caught the ball, but was hit immediately, and the official said he dropped it. Third down, 15 yards to go. This is about the same spot on the field that they went deep in the second quarter to Glines with. And Glines is going to go out slot right. Wide right is Dayton Hunt. We'll see a lot of him next year. Panky will be back next year. He's out wide left. Paul Miner be back next year. He's tight end left. And fake handoff. Tomlin out to the right. No pressure at all. Throws it deep down the middle. The Glines has got it again. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Glines. They ran the same play that they did in the second quarter. And this time, 58 yards and a score for the senior. Lions lead it 44-6, to and if that's the last we see of Glines on the field, what a memorable play. 11.57 to go in the ballgame, and the Lions lead it now by 38, 44-6, and Porter will come in to attempt the extra point. What a play. Hold is down, kick by Porter is up, and it's good. 11.57 to go in the ballgame. <laughs> And the score, it is Mount St. Joseph 45, Anderson 6. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. Think of the NCAA as a spirit squad, cheering for student-athletes at every big event and every small one. We'd be there in the classroom, at graduation, at their first job interview. Okay, so don't think of us as a spirit squad. Think of us. As a mascot. Well, just know we're always there for student athletes. 11.57 to go in the ball game. And Porter will kick it off. And he kicks it off deep. And it goes to Crenshaw. Crenshaw cuts it to the left-hand side across the 20-25. Out to the 28-yard line. Bluffton, with 12 minutes to go in the game, leads Franklin 24-21. to Could all come down to next week. Here's the scenario. If Franklin loses today and Hanover and the Lions win, it's a three-way tie. Well, then Hanover, if they win next week, it makes it a two-way tie between the Lions and Hanover. And the Lions would win the conference based upon the head-to-head with Hanover. They'd go to the playoffs. Hubble drops back. 
And he's going to throw the deep ball deep up the left-hand side, and it is caught in the middle of Tyler Hanna at the 33-yard line. Barnett came up with the catch at the 33. Boy, what a nice catch by Barnett. He went up at double coverage and caught the football. 11.35 to go in this one. If it's a three-way tie, virtually there's no way the Lions can go. If it's a two-way tie between them and Hanover, the Lions have the advantage. Dropping back is Hubble. Hubble looks into the end zone. Same play. He's going to throw the ball at the three-yard line. Knocked away by Hanna at the last second. Boy, he and Barnett are having a battle out there on that right side. 11.15 to go in the ballgame. Lions looking to go 8-2. and two. And looking to go 7-1 and one in the conference and end the regular season. 45-6. Second down 10 from the Lions, 33. Hubble's going to throw the ball deep into the end zone on the right side, and it is going to be incomplete. There ought to be a flag thrown because Tennant just grabbed Speakman and threw him to the ground. Speakman was going for the interception, but no flag. He just grabbed Speakman by the right shoulder pad and threw him to the ground trying to go for the interception. He had no intention of going for the football. And it'll be third down, 10 yards to go for a Anderson first down from the Lions, 33. Hubble with two men in the backfield with him. Drops back, looks to the left-hand side, complete to Barnett. Barnett catches it at the 25. He steps out of bounds, two yards shy of a first down. And it will be fourth down, and Anderson will be forced to go for it. 10.55 remaining to go in the game. Fourth down, two yards to go. Lions showing blitz. And the Lions moved. It's going to be a free play and a first down thrown into the end zone incomplete over the head of Tyler Hanna and Barnett. I think we're going to get the Lions for jumping the snap count. As the officials will converge and talk about it. Normally when the officials don't blow the play dead, it's offside against the defense. And that's what it will be. Offside against the Lions, five-yard penalty, but that's more than enough for the first down. So Anderson has it first and ten at the Lions' 20-yard line. 10.40 to go in the contest. 45-6. Lions lead it. Lipscomb to the right, to the left, Ovalle. And the handoff goes to Ovalle on the counter, and he takes it. Up the gut and out of the left-hand side inside the 20, down to the 16-yard line. Gain of four, second down, six yards coming up. Clock continuing to move here at Schuler Field. On the last regular season game for the Lions. They are hoping for one or two more, if not five. Second down, seven yards to go. And Hubble is going to throw the ball deep into the right corner of the end zone to Tennant, and it is incomplete. Troy Speakman went back to pick up his mouthpiece. Nice play by Speakman. And Franklin has regained the lead. Ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's now 28-24 Franklin. But Bluffton has got the football back in that seesaw affair. 
third down, six yards to go. That one may come down to who's got the ball last. 9.57 remaining in this one here. Lions lead it 45-6. to six. Hubble drops back on third and seven. Now he's going to be forced out of the pocket. Throws it over to the right-hand side. Incomplete. Tried to go to Lipscomb, but he was well covered by Jermaine Drake. And it will be fourth down. And Anderson will keep their offense on the field and go for it. Fourth down and six yards to go from the Lions' 16-yard line. 9.52. Clock stops on the incompletion. Now Talent is going to go out to the left-hand side. They've got Crow and Barnett. Trips out to the left-hand side. They've got Lipscomb lined up as a tight end right. Hubble is going to drop back. He's going to throw the ball to the left-hand side. Boy, that play was blown up immediately, incomplete. And the Lions will get him back on downs. That play never looked settled from the very beginning for Anderson. 9.49 to go in the game. It's Mont St. Joseph 45. Anderson 6. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash MSOL. Well, now the Lions are going with a lot of secondary players. Tomlin's still in the ballgame. Throws it out in the left flat. He's got it complete to Glines. Glines at the 20. Dives forward to the 25-yard line. That's a nine-yard reception. And it brings up second down and a yard to go. So nine yards on the reception. Second down and a yard to go. On the play. And Tomlin with the football. And he hands it off up the middle to Williamson. And Williamson takes it across the 40. Takes it across the 30. Out to the 31-yard line. And it's a first down for the Lions after that run. And the Lions have it first and ten from their own 31-yard line. Tomlin in the backfield with Williamson. Now check that. That is Tommy to the right. Tommy's going to catch the ball across the 35, across the 35, out to the 30-yard line. And the pass is complete to Tomey. Tomey picks up a nine-yard gain on the play. And it will bring up second down and a yard to go for the Lions. And now a timeout will be taken by Anderson, and we will too. 8.26 to go in the ballgame. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 45, Anderson 6. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. 
It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night, and Wednesday stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. 8.26 to go in the ball game. And the Lions lead it 45-6 on senior day. And the seniors just got a standing O from this great crowd here this afternoon at Mount St. Joseph. 7.40 to go at Franklin. 28-24, the Grizzly on top. They stopped Bluffton on three and out. Lions on second down and nine yards. Check that. Second down and about a yard to go for a first down. And... Keeping it himself into the ball game now for the Lions is 12, Brady Moyers. Brady Moyers in a quarterback now for the Lions. And he picked up no gain on the quarterback keeper. Brings up fourth down and about a half yard to go. Moyers making his first appearance into the season at quarterback. Third down and about a half yard to go. Moyers is going to take the snap, keep it off the right side. He's got the first down across the 40, out to the 42-yard line where he is stacked up and down. Gain of two. And it is a first down for the Lions with 7.46 to go in the ballgame. Lions, barring a major, major catastrophe, are going to end the season, regular season, at 8-2. and two. And the conference at 7-1. and one. Their best record in the conference in years. First down 10 for the Lions. Moyers. In the pistol. He's got trips out to the far side. Out to the near side, excuse me. On first and 10 from the 42. He's going to throw the pass out into the left-hand flank. And it is complete to Nick Frederick, and Frederick takes it across the 45, out to the 49-yard line, maybe the 50. They'll give him the 50, eight yards on the reception. And that's a nine-yard reception, and a second down, and about a yard to go for the Lions. Dayton Hunt goes out wide to the right. Moyer's the quarterback. He's got Tomey to the right of him. Trips out to the far side. Devin Bradley is in the slot. Coming out to the near side is Dayton Hunt. Moyers looking over the defense. Handoff goes up the middle to Tommy. Tommy cuts it inside the 50 down to the 45-yard line. He's got another first down on a five-yard gain to the Anderson 45. And the Lions content to just keep the football on the ground and let this clock continue to run. 6.25 to go. Dayton Hunt will go out wide to the right-hand side. Coming out wide left, Chase Samples. Samples, another one we're going to see a lot of next year. He's a promising receiver, 6'4", 180 pounds. They'll put some poundage on him next year. Tommy to the left of Tomlin. Excuse me, of Moyers. Excuse me, Tomlin out of the ball game. Dropping back Moyers. He's going to throw the ball into the flat. Complete the samples at the 35-yard line. Hangs onto the football and picks up the first down. Samples at the 35. A nine-yard reception and a first down for the Lions. 5.40 and running. Left to go. Now the senior offensive lineman 
come out of the ball game. Alfred Allen, Brad Murphy, Cole Tepe, they all come out of the ball game. What a day this has been for all of the seniors. Moyers will take the snap, throw it out to the left-hand side, and incomplete. Chase Samples didn't even look for the reception. Moyers and Samples got confused on the play. And it'll bring up second down, 10 yards to go for the Lions. I'm sure they thought Moyers was going to play today, but he wasn't on the roster. But he is into the ball game. Second down, 10 yards to go. 5-16 remaining in the contest. Lions lead at 45-6. Moyers pitches it out around the left side to Tommy. Tommy struggles down to the 32-yard line after a gain of two. And it will bring up third down and about eight yards to go. Check of the scores very quickly. Still 28-24, three minutes to go in the ballgame. Franklin on top of Bluffton. And Ohio State final, one by five in Columbus, 36-31. to Moyers takes the snap, drops back. He's going to get hit as he throws, and it's going to be a fumble. The referee's going to call it a fumble, and it'll be recovered by Anderson. So Moyers coughed up the football on the pass, recovered by Anderson. Timeout on the field, 439 to go in the game. It's now Mount St. Joseph 45, Anderson 6. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. While you're away, Anderson, Hubble, handed the ball off to Ovalle, and Ovalle took it off the right guard for gain of about a yard on the play. That brings up second down, nine yards to go. 413 and running left to go here. Lions leading it 45-6. to At Franklin, 306 to go in the ballgame. Franklin with a 28-24 lead over Bluffton. Second down, eight yards to go. Dropping back Hubble. He's going to throw it to the left-hand side, and it is complete on the play. Out to the left-hand side receiver to Zach Talent. Talent brings it in at the 46-yard line. That's a gain of five on the reception. And it's going to be third down, three yards to go with 3.35 remaining in the ballgame. Clock continues to run. Franklin still with the football, too, by the way, over in Indiana against the Beavers. Third down, three yards to go for Anderson to get a first down. Their ball in their own territory at the 41. Talent is out wide to the right-hand side. Barnett wide left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back. Hubble looks to the left. He's going to get hit as he throws. Intercepted on the play. Intercepted by the Lions. Mitch Menzel. Menzel picks up an interception at the 48 and takes it back to the 40-yard line. And the Lions have regained control of the football. 3.08 to go in the game. Your score. Mount St. Joseph, 45. Anderson, 6. 
Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? La Rosa's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. While you're away, Moyers tried to throw the ball deep up the field to Dayton Hunt up the right-hand side, and he threw it over his head incomplete. The official was grabbing for his flag to throw a P.I., but unfortunately the ball was thrown so far out of bounds they picked up the flag. Hunt out wide to the right. Samples wide left. Bradley slot left. Moyers hands it off to Tommy. Tommy to the 40, and he struggles inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. That'll be a gain of five for Trevor Tommy. 2.53 to go. Lions leading it 45-6. to They've had this one well in hand ever since the first quarter. Actually, if you want to be honest, probably the first five minutes. Third and six for the Lions, Moyers, with Tommy to the left of him. He's going to take a bad snap, and he's going to keep it himself right up the middle. Spins away from one tackle, but can't get away from the other and loses a couple yards on the play back to the 40. So it's fourth down. And the Lions will send in the punting unit. Be fourth down and about eight yards to go for a Lion first down. Jerry Porter will come in to punt the football away. You know the game's over when Tyler Hopperton has taken the headset off. And the coaches have left the booth to the left of me. They are done for the afternoon up here in the booth. Timeout will be taken by the Lions so they can get themselves straightened out. A minute 57 to go in the ball game. We'll take a timeout also. Your score, Lions 45, Anderson 6. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Well, forget the punt. Jerry Porter's going to try the field goal. They're going to spot the ball at the 46. This is going to be a 56-yard attempt. Porter has got the wind to his back. Ball on the far hash mark. Let's see if he can do this, baby. Porter lines it up. Here's the snap. Kick is off. It is a low line drive kick. It's going to be short. Flags are thrown, though. It'll be taken in by one of the back men for Anderson. He takes it out to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. And he's going to be dropped at about the 33-yard line. That is Charles Keith returning that one. It was about five yards short. And let's see what the flags are. Is it against Anderson? If it is against Anderson, that would put him five yards closer. And to be honest, those five yards, he'd have made that field goal. Let's see what the call is. Will it be against Anderson, or is it against the Mount? It won't be a first down, but it would put him five yards closer to making a field goal. And believe what, they're going to come over and talk to Tyler Hopperton and say that 
evidently it is against the Lions. Offside against Anderson. That's declined. Personal foul, roughing the kicker against Anderson, and that's going to give the Lions a first down. So the 15-yard penalty, the Lions will accept, and it's a first down for the Lions, and they'll be able to run out the clock. 1.43 to go in the ballgame. 45-6 Lions, and more than likely you'll just see Hop and Caleb Carell and Rich Thompson and the rest of the staff say, let's just clear the bench and run the football is what it looks like they're going to do. As they're bringing in receivers, they bring in Trayon Taylor. They've got Devin Bradley out there. Also out on the field is Nick Frederick and Dayton Hunt. Handoff goes up the middle, and that is to check that. That's Ryan Bagnoli. We haven't seen Bagnoli for a long time. He takes it right up the middle across the 20 down to the 19-yard line. Bagnoli has not played in a long time, and Final score from Franklin, the Grizzly wins it 28-24. Win it by four points. Well, Bluffton came up with a good game, but they just didn't win it. Second down, five yards to go for the Lions. Clock with a minute, eight to go on it. So the best the Lions can hope for now is a three-way tie, and that's if Hanover can beat Franklin next week. Handoff goes to Bagnoli, and he's going to take it. Inside the 15. He stopped right there. He's close to a first down after a four-yard gain. And now Anderson, I believe, is going to take... No, there's a penalty flag on the play. So a penalty will be called here. Jamie Zeiss has come into the ballgame. Unsportsmanlike conduct called against Anderson. And that'll take it half the distance to the goal. Also into the ball game for the Lions is Curtis Graney. Graney, a senior, into the contest. He wants to work in an NFL front office someday. And I hope he does. Moyers, handoff. Going to Bagnoli, and Bagnoli is going to be here. Check that. That is Zeiss. Excuse me. Jamie Zeiss with the carry. And he's going to take it off the right side, and he's going to be hit right at the line and drop for no gain. And now Moyers is coming over to the sideline. He wants to get the play call. Play clock has stopped. That's going to do it. Game clock inside 14 seconds, and now what? Lions, what are they going to do? They're going to put all of the seniors in the ball game. They took their final time out, and they're bringing all their seniors out. 14.4 seconds to go. And all of the seniors are going to be able to stand and get one final ovation from this crowd here at Schuler Field. There's 22 of them. And they're all coming out onto the field. Boy, oh boy.
happy group out there. Final time that they'll be on this field. And now with that Franklin win, that pretty much shuts down any possibility of the Lions playing another football game. And here they go. Moyers is going to be the quarterback. You've got Glines back in there. The entire offensive line is in, including Joshua Bailey, who's come into the ball game. Tepe is going to line up at left guard. <laughs> then they're going to take the victory formation. Moyers is going to keep it. Tepe actually is in the tailback position in the victory formation. Talk about a huge tailback. <laughs> you can't believe it. Moyers takes the snap in the knee, and that'll do it. The Lions are going to win it here this afternoon. They go to 8-2 and two on the season, and they are 7-1 and one in conference play. Your final score here this afternoon. It was Mount St. Joseph 45 and Anderson 6.